Rollin', 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 man, my ass is swollen. Rawhide! I don't understand. It's from uh, whatever movie that was with uh, Billy Crystal. Blazing? No. No. They couldn't make that anymore. No. He's coming out with a new movie, Mel Brooks. Oh, is he? He's so funny. He's the best. And so he's funny. making a new movie. I got to take these glasses off. These are the fake ones. Uh-huh. Oh, oh there's nothing. Oh, it's your... <laughs> I thought it was your yellow... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cheese and rice, cheese and rice. Yep. We're um, going to keep it clean this week, folks. We heard you and... We no, heard them. No, we nobody didn't hear them. Every once in a while, someone does tell me that they're a little upset about uh, language. I'm like, well, if you don't want to... Then wanna, listen to someone else. Yeah, there's other things for you. I don't really care. We don't get that crazy with the language. I don't yeah. think. I get crazy with the language. The language police. I get crazy with language. Yeah, I don't. You didn't I only say know bonjour words. to me first. Yeah. Right. Bonjour, hi. The language police. Bonjour, the language hi. police. Um, okay, <sighs> so I want to just jump right into it, and I have a what grinds my gears. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. I'm Katie. Hello. We're nearing episode 100. Are we? Well, we're getting closer every day. Oh, so aren't we like 80 something? We're just a baby podcast. Lots to do. Lots of exciting. Th- Ooh, that got hot. Are we at 90 yet? No. Well, then why did you say we're nearing on 100? Because we are. Every day we get a little closer. Bullshit. That's okay. what blows me when when someone has like episode 3,082. Well, look, how many episodes of, of my channel in general do we think we have? Oh, there's at least 17,000 videos there. There are not. No, but I think we're at I think like 1,500. 1,500, okay. So my math is, I should be an accountant. I'm like Kevin Defin- from The Office. Definitely, definitely not. Definitely not. Remember that time when Michael's like, "Yeah, Kevin came in applying for a job at the in the warehouse, but I just saw potential." I saw potential. And you're like, "Dude, he's not an accountant, and he drives Angela I I crazy." You should get closer. Okay. Anyways. All right, I'm settled. So you're settled. Good. So my grinds my gears is that I'm taking vacation this week and next week. Suppose supposedly. <laughs> Sorry, that's one of my pet peeves. Supposedly. But it's not very vacationy. Yeah, that's the way it goes, I guess. I that's don't know, not actually. the way it should go. That's what grinds my gears. I, I'm venting. I'm mad, and I don't like it. And I shouldn't have even taken. Not that it's even time, because I'm still working most days. It sucks. Frankly, sucks hardcore. Okay. Sean never seems to care about things like this, and then doesn't know what oh, to do when I complain. I just don't have I a complain, solution for it, and then thinks and so he I don't needs have, to fix it, and he doesn't. Well, I don't have a way to to fix it, so I just say okay, as if I'm listening. Mm. That's not true. Yeah, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I just don't have a way of solving it. So I didn't ask you to. I know. That's why I was listening. I was like, okay. That's not listening. Listening is, yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. I yep. listen in my own way. I say, okay. <laughs> it's a very dismissive way of listening. <laughs> this like, should be the dis- <laughs> dismissive way That's pretty of much what it is. No, okay. I don't have a solution. Uh, so. so shut up already. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. You guys. So that okay, so that's what grinds my gears. Another thing that grinds my gears is when people don't do their drops properly and then they have to come back to your house and then they're mad about it. So this is part of puppy parlance and also part of what grinds my gears. So we have a puppy, Roxy. If you don't know, she's adorable and we love her very much, but she's a puppy and she's only she was born May 6th, so she'll be she's creeping up on 6 months. It's not an excuse. Yeah. Um, yeah, she'd be creeping up on six months. Anyway, so she chews things, right? And her real teeth are almost all the way in, but she'll be chewing for like the first two years of her life. So. I didn't know that puppies got uh, double rows of teeth like sharks. Oh, I didn't know. She, you know how like uh, her canines, which is interesting because you'd think they'd all be canines, 
right? Wouldn't that make sense? But um, <laughs> mm-hmm. since she's a dog, her canines, as the baby ones were, they didn't release. Mm-hmm. They were still in her uh, gums, mm-hmm. in her jaw. I don't know. And then the other ones came in on the outside. So she had two, you know, rows. Hence the slobbering for, and throwing up, I think. Made for the double biting marks and things Doble. like that. Doble. She left a mark on me. Oh, it's almost gone. You can see the, the remnants of the... <laughs> anyway, we love her, but she chews. And we give her tons of chew toys and we run her around. I put her in puppy daycare so she can really get her I don't know, energies out. And she still chews things. And so, and digs. She was digging in her fire pit the other day. And I was you like... You know why? It's my fault. I'll take the blame for that one. What happened with that is that we had the storm come through, mm-hmm. knocked all the, the branches out, and she loves branches. It's a dog. Oh, she loves sticks. So, you know, she uh, she sees all the branches in the yard, and she was very excited to go out and chase them once the wind calmed down because she's a bit of a chicken with the wind. Yeah, she gets scared and thinks someone's sneaking up on her, and then she's like, <gasps> yeah. 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 So she went outside, and I gathered the sticks as we were playing, and then I threw them in the fire pit. So she jumped into the fire pit, which is not, not lit, when I was there, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it there's, we have not burned anything in the fire pit for like a month. Right. But she wanted the sticks. sticks. She's like, no, 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 don't. No, no, those are my sticks. No, no, no. Yeah. She's and like, you must be confused. So Stupid. she jumped into it, which it's only like, what, two feet tall, the wall of it, or maybe a foot and a half. It's not, yeah. I don't know. And so she jumped into it easily and dug a mighty hole. And I caught her because I saw stuff flying into the air. And I'm like, what is it? And she was just like in full dig, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get out there and I have uh, dried beans in a plastic rubber made. And I'm like, I make the noise, which means she's in trouble. I make the noise. And she's like, <gasps> and she jumps out of there covered in soot. She was like a coal miner's daughter. She was. She had the black lung pop. <laughs> so she, or Sandhog. I learned about Sandhogs What's watching it? a cold case back in the day. Um, Do you know what a Sandhog is? They're essentially the, I think it's mostly men, not to say that women couldn't have done it because we totally could have, but it was men who d- dug all the holes. Essentially, they're the, not miners, but the people who dug holes to make the subway possible. It's always in like city centers and metropolises. They dug all the the holes for that. I don't know what else to call it. Tunnels? Tunnels, yeah. The metro but, tunnels? The subway tunnels? Subway yeah. tunnels, metro tunnels uh, for piping and all the ways they built properties. They made that all possible. So you know what blew my mind was when I saw hogs. Ghostbusters 2? Do you remember that? The premise or the plot? I think I only watched the first Ghostbusters. Right. Remember the ectoplasm, the green mm-hmm, stuff? Mm-hmm, Ooh, of course. Very spooky. Uh-huh. Um, they, so remember when the the, the paranormal creature slimed them? The, uh-huh. and, and then in part two, they have even more slime, which, you know, you got to go bigger and better, right? So True. instead of it just being slimed by one ghost, the ectoplasm or whatever, uh, they had a river of sludge underneath New York City. Oh, did it go through the the? Uh, well, they were subway? wondering why everyone was getting so angry. That's how it starts off. Like things are getting crazy, you know. And yeah, they the way they explain it is, oh, it, the, this ectoplasm or what? I don't know, whatever the hell they're talking. A river of it is underground in Manhattan, and it's in the old tunnels because there are old tunnels yeah, that are shut off that they don't use anymore. Right. The the early the. The tunnels that they used before the ones that yeah, they use now. I feel like I have seen that. But anyways, yeah. so that's what sandhogs do. Right. So Roxy is a sandhog's daughter. Uh-huh. Anyway, so she was digging and digging and digging. And then she got in trouble. And so, of course, soot-covered girl comes out on the grass and, like, puts her ears back, tucks her tail and rolls onto her back. Like, I'm so sorry. But she's not in her... She's so dirty. I have to, like, pretty much wash her down to get her to be able to come back inside. 
Long story short, she has chewed a lot of things and dug a lot of things, and she chewed. She's a builder. She's, she's uh, rocks the builder. Yeah. She chewed off two of our sprinkler, three of our sprinkler heads. And so we had to have the sprinkler guy come out because our water bill was like $100 more than it normally is. And I was like, we got some leak. She must have bit into something's happening. And so this guy comes out super friendly. He comes out the other day and goes through all the different sprinklers and, you know, tells Shauna we're watering too much. He's actually really uh, in a good mood and and peppy. And I was shooting the breeze with him. Yeah, Sean was out there. And then we had to call because there were two, well, actually three ended up being sprinkler heads I knew that weren't operating properly. And when I went out after the guy had left, they were still not operating properly. Like one of them won't go down and the other one's completely clogged and nothing comes out of it. And so when the sprinklers went off the day after the guy was here, I was like, Sean, they're still broken and they're not working. So we need to have them come out and fix those two. Um, it happens, yeah. right? I mean, it's just, and so they're like, we're okay. maintaining a, a system. And okay. we, you know, it's hard for, I'm sure it's hard for him to see like all hundred of the sprinkler heads or whatever is out. We have three. No, <laughs> but you know what I mean? There's like, I was surprised how many came out of the lawn when he was like running through stuff. I was like, oh, geez. Cause it's not our, we didn't set it up. Anyway, he is not happy when he comes back at all. Well, his appointment was for nine this morning and he showed up at 8.37. And he, we had he called to... me at 8.37, but we had gone to take the dog in to doggy daycare so we could film today. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's he all good. Mad. He, he was just was not in a good mood and that's fine. You know, you never know what's going on in someone else's life. So no, but it's, I don't, you get a free pass on the, the first grumpiness, the second grumpiness, you got to wonder, you know, what's going on. So he speak for yourself. He's been grumpy once. We'll see him next year. And uh, if he's grumpy next year, he was really frustrated. And I wasn't even, I was like, do you want a coffee or biscotti? And he was like, no, thanks. And I was like, okay. And and I said, there's one more. And he's like, (sighs) I was like, dude, if I could do it myself, I would have already done it. Yeah. uh, I don't know how to fix these things. Maybe we won't call them again. No, he did. He did. It was fine. I'm just saying you're making this very difficult. No, no. I'm saying if, if someone's rude and you're paying them, you don't, have to pay them again we don't have to bring no i was just out. i was just telling a story i don't expect a fix it was just he was fine and then he was very grouchy and the only thing i could think of is because we he was early and we got home at like 8 45 or something to drop from dropping our little girl off and the only reason that we actually were even late is because there was a big accident on the freeway so there's so, interesting driving skills in people Texas. are terrible e- ev- well everywhere that you live people drive differently i know that in quebec people you know, uh, well, your roads are shit in Quebec. They're yeah, the horrible. Po- the potholes are pretty It's like bad. non-roads. You might as well not have roads. But I, I used to think that Quebecers were pretty aggressive drivers and, and they are in their own right, but they do different things, right? And in California, they do different things. But Californians get a lot of shit for driving and we are not as bad as Texans. Mm, they're pretty bad, but Texans do weird things. Mm-hmm. And the weird things that we've noticed, one is that they pull out in front of you doing two miles an hour you know, when they should be doing, you know, merging with traffic. And almost all of the roads, aside from the ones like downtown, downtown proper, the speed limits are like 45 and up. So you're going, you're going at a pretty quick tick. Yeah. So they pull out in front of you and they're not speeding up, which is interesting. There's also the, they blow red lights all the time. 100% of the time someone's going to blow a red light. Katie and I have a pinky pack here. A little pinky pinky swear that, you know, we're going to look at, you know, look both ways before we your Before ring we pinched go. me. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I was... It wasn't you. It was your ring. You'll remember that pinky swear. Made a little. Oh, shit. Hey. hey. Anyway. So, you know, you really have to be careful because I don't know what, where those bad habits come from, but everyone seems to have it here, which is 
it's a little disconcerting. I have to be honest. I, it I'm is, it's, surprised. It's very that, scary, especially because a lot of people drive really big trucks. Yeah. Which they, I drove, like, I grew up around trucks a lot, and they take a lot more effort to stop. I know things are fancier now. and like Yeah, but ooh. you have to have the whoa before you have the go. Exactly. And also, like, traffic's not bad here. Like, Californians, you think, could be way worse. Like, but people in California are just pushier. It's like New York. They're pushier. They're not like dangerous. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. Like in LA, I feel like people like cut you off to try to get in front of you, but you're going like not even a mile an hour. You're like rolling and you're it's, like, jerk, you should have gotten over sooner. So if you come to Texas, just make sure that just you- be careful. Wait for the green light for a bit. Yeah, yeah. When it turns green, just hang out for an extra second. You're bound to see a car fly through the other direction. Yep. Very dangerous. So, yeah. And if you live here, please stop doing it. It's very scary. We've seen some bad accidents as a result of said behavior. Okay, so we've had puppy parlance a little bit. She's in doggy daycare. She starts training next week. Yeah, oh, uh, she's going to be in jujitsu. Mm. She's gonna learn how to roll with the other dogs. <sighs> oh, Leg tussle. lock, oh, uh, yeah. you know? Oh my God, can you imagine? Her bony little, all <laughs> she needs to do, her bony little elbows slash knees, I don't even know what you call them, but she'll like climb on to me because she wants to be like on oh. me. And her little elbows will get into like the muscle in my leg. And I'm like, ah! it's the most painful experience of my life. Bony little elbows. That's all she needs to do. Yeah, throw an elbow. Call her elbows. Mm-hmm. That's, that's her But name. she's getting big. Yep. Yeah, uh, we just found out she was, oh, so the adoption is official. It's official. It's officially official. And uh, how much did she weigh when, when we, we adopted her? <laughs> 12 pounds. And now? Uh, well, last time we had her weight, she was 36 and a half Definitely pounds. 40 pounds at least. Easily, easily. So she's tripled in size easily. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She's getting strong. Very strong. She's a very big, strong girl. She she does this thing. So I've been training her, not really training her, but she leaps off of the balcony at full speed now. You mean the deck? The deck, sorry. And I was like, balcony. <laughs> and she clears, there's only two stairs, but she clears those two stairs going down, which mm-hmm. makes sense because, you know, it's easier to clear them going down than going up. But she flies off of it. And when she jumps in the air, she used to be really timid. And I'd go, yeah, I'd make a noise like all excited. Uh Now, when she does it, she's expecting it. She turns her head and looks at me for the, yeah. "Yeah." And then she flies like Superman. Yeah, she like really pushes her legs out. Her front legs go straight out, her back Uh legs go straight out. And she just, with the greatest of ease, flies to the yard. My favorite, so we got the Chuck It, which is a very popular dog thing and we got the you put it in the yard and you you chuck it you put it in the yard and you chuck it um we got the chuck it like flyery thing it's like a four flying squirrel yeah it looks like like a flying squirrel and then i got the chuck it ball it's like kickball or something it's called kick kick it anyway and the ball in the yard and you kick it yeah kick it um but anyway so i i throw the ball around a little bit and it's got like little areas where she can grab and then others that her her mouth can't quite because she's not big enough yet she can't quite get a hold of it she's she's getting stronger so she'll she'll be able to like pinch onto it but anyways i'll kick the ball or i'll throw it and bounce it and she jumps to get it like yeah she's very good yeah she's got some mad skills she's cute awfully she's cute. super cute and then we had her in uh, doggy daycare so this is friday that we're recording this before you guys see it and then we had her in on tuesday oh i was gonna yawn and then i didn't now my eyes want to water um we had her in on Tuesday and I missed her mm. and I I miss her again. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you get used to having something around and then she's not around and she loves my slippers. Yeah. She wears them on her head. 
she puts her nose straight into my slippers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is about them. Anyway, so that's puppy parlance. Puppy um, parlance. Roxy's doing well. We're hopeful that after being at training, so she has her, her training starting next week, and then she goes for six sessions twice a week, I think, um, that she'll be better on a leash and we can take her for walks. Because we've taken her out, but she like, again, we've told them that she just chokes herself out. Yeah. Like it's really, it's not good. And um, anyway, so that's really what's been going on here. Vacation's not really so vacation-y. Uh, Roxy chewed a lot of things. Sprinkler cool. man got mad. And oh, and our friends Lauren and Adam are coming to visit. Oh, I'm excited. Not that I want to put Adam to work because no, but but he knows so much about the kitchen that I don't know. And I he knows how to make cured meats. And Bashan said the funniest thing yesterday. I said, I'm excited to see them. He said, yeah, me too. And I don't get excited to see anybody. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. Christine yeah. and I talked about this, how you and Tom just... Bleh. Well, if I was a kid and Adam lived down the street, I'd be like, hi, Mrs. Adam or Garcia. Yeah, I was like, you know his last name, but I don't know. <laughs> can, can Adam come out and play? You know, like all the time. He, he seems yeah. like a fun guy or he is a fun guy. I was like, you know him. Yeah, yeah, but we just don't hang out as much because, you know, he lives in, in uh, the Houston area, yeah. the greater Houston area. Mm-hmm. Also knows all the rap music from uh, Houston, which is well, cool. Well, they grew up. Her and I grew up in Montreal, but I liked Scarface a lot. The Ghetto Boys and Scarface. In That's particular. their jam. I know. Scarface is awesome. Yeah, they love that. Although I think he he was in the hospital recently. I don't know if Scarface is doing well. I thought you meant Adam. I was like, no, he wasn't. No, no, Adam wasn't. (laughs) Adam was not. Not that I know of. I mean, maybe he was. No, Lauren told me. So anyway, they're coming to visit and we're very excited. They'll be our first, um, I guess our second house guest because my mom and uh, Aunt Roxanne came to visit. But I'm excited. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yay. And I finally was able to book a trip home to see family. And then we need to book a trip for your dad to come and visit. Yeah, it's really interesting talking. Well, you had this problem. I didn't. I didn't call the airlines or anything. But oh my god, I have there so is, much trouble. Yeah. There, so we're experiencing inflation right now in the, in really? the United States uh, and I think around the world. <laughs> yeah, inflate that money supply. Just print more of it, mm-hmm. and it becomes worth less. You know. Yeah. But not worthless. Worth just worth less because there's more of it. Mm-hmm. So inflation, which I don't understand. I'm not an economics guy, but I kind of understand. It, the premise of it makes sense to me, but I don't fully understand. Yeah, explain it to me like I'm three, like as if I had a <laughs> lemonade stand. Well, you know. Mommy and daddy gave you $5, mm-hmm. but then they, I don't even know how you'd explain it that way. Right. So, but I read an article the other day in, I think it's The Economist. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about another aspect of what's happening and they're calling it skimpflation, which, you know, we always hear, everyone likes to make a new name they for like something. A new, but yeah. it, it was kind of catchy. I was like, skimpflation. And it made my mind wander. I was like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Well, luckily, the article explained to me what it meant. And, and what you're seeing is companies are trying to offer their services that they would normally, mm-hmm. except they're doing it for less money. So they're skimping on some of the things. Now, a well, good example would be Disneyland and Disney World. But they, are open. they didn't lower their rates or anything. No, exactly. But they're skimping. They're just not giving you as much for your money. Yes. So, so they're still offering. Well, no, they're. Yes and no. They're still offering Disneyland and Disney World, right? You can still but go in. Perks but some that would of, come along with it to make it nice. Yeah, some of the perks for you know five hundred dollars a day at Disney include. Mm-hmm. The tram from the seven mile yeah, you away park, parking lot. If right. no one's ever been to Disneyland or Disney World, 
because there, I mean, there's huge parks, the parking structures and parking lots are just huge. Right. And it's uh, like, you have to walk forever. So they have these little, uh, it's, it's kind of like outdoor bus kind of thing, like a little tram that you get on that takes you into the park and drops you at the front gate. So you don't have to like huff it for, especially with kids and stuff. Oh my God. I just hate Disneyland and Disney World. I hate right. It. So now they're no longer offering the tram. Yeah. And so they have put said, on your sneakers, ladies. Yeah. Or save your money and don't even bother going to Disneyland uh, or Disney yeah, World that's until just a better Disney investment. starts. You know. Also, it's just I never liked even when I had the tram. Yeah. Stupid. Right. I only like Space Mountain. So that's one version of skimpflation. Mm -hmm. And another version is customer service on phones is well, is atrocious, right? So mm -hmm. you you experience this on the phone with a certain airline. The Delta, we'll call them out, I don't care. We love Delta. Schmelta. We usually, it rhymes with Schmelta. We usually fly with Delta and Delta or Alaska have been like, we, we like them, pretty pretty standard. Alaska planes used to be filthy. Like I, as a- We'll call them Northwest Territories or <laughs> I'm just kidding. As avid travelers pr prior to the pandemic, I mean, I think the, in 2019 we flew like 30 something times, we would wipe for work not because we have yeah well to family we'd go to luxury. montreal at least once and then washington so maybe two of those trips would be family but mostly work yeah it was work it was like 90 percent work anyway we got to the point where i would bring like these wet ones or disinfectant wipes like the, again pre-pandemic had it wasn't to do with like people are breathing the air it was more like people are filthy this is like a flying bus and i think it's gross and we would wipe the seats down before we sat in alaska it would be like black it was like the dirtiest airline, but customer service is great. They're always on time. Oh, Jesus Christ, Sean. All for fake glasses that don't exist. <laughs> um, anyway, and so we, we fly with those two airlines and I'm wanting to go home. And this is our first time really flying out of Austin to go anywhere. Cause we, you know, I flew to LA once, but we haven't done like the Montreal trip or the Seattle trip like we normally do. And so anyway, so I was looking up flights and I, I was like, okay, cool. Well, there's two nonstop options, which is so LA has like a zillion options everywhere. And so Austin just doesn't have as many options. So I called my mom, picked the time, put in all our flight info, get to the point where it's like complete your purchase. And it just keeps saying loading. And I was like, shit you don't want to hit it again right you might charge your card again and like fuck then i got like or four. lose your place because you've entered a ton of information government websites are notorious for this by the way like when you're also filing government paperwork. websites look like 1999 yeah. like you expect it to be a dial-up microsoft 95 what is yeah. yeah clippy what are you doing here <laughs> I, I work for the government now Boing. Boing. <laughs> oh, my clippy. oh my god my, uh -oh. Favorite. my favorite we're in trouble uh oh um I have for microsoft there's 17 calculators built into me oh shit. <laughs> oh shit um so anyway it kept saying loading and so i x'd out and like cleared my cash and tried it again thinking oh it must be me try to incognito window and nothing you guys it just kept saying loading and it wasn't coming through on my credit card so i was like it's not charging me so then I call customer service and they were like, the uh, wait times are longer than usual. Blah, That's blah, not blah. what they said. They said customer service, who dis? <gasps> new, no, new phone, who dis? Um, <laughs> then they said. How did you get our number? The, the, I don't know. It's on the website. Damn it. We should have taken that one down. Of bitches. It said the average wait time is an hour and 45 minutes. And I was like. <sighs> hour and 45. I was like, and they said, oh, if you want to try chat through tech, our new text feature say yes and i was like oh perfect so i was like yes you know it's a robot the, it is the, at first yeah it's ai now and then you wait for someone so it was like it asked me a few things although it was kind of funny because it is a robot it would 
it said, hey, how can I help you? And so I sent a couple of texts, but because I sent two instead of just one, it like prompted it to ask another question, but I was already, so every of, every one of my answers doesn't answer the question they're asking because uh. it was it was like, how can I help you? And I said, thanks. Uh, and then I gave my problem, like what was going on, but it already was like, where are you flying out of? And I was like, uh, and so then it just said the problem. And then it was like, where are you flying from? It was, so, or where are you flying to? So everything was off anyway. Long story short, I waited for like 15 minutes to talk to this text person Okay, and said, I just, you know, I think the website must be down. These are the flights that I want. These are the seats that I want. And this is where I'm going. These are the dates, blah, blah, blah. And she says, oh, I don't see a confirmation number in your name. And I'm like, I'm trying to buy I know, this. dude, I told you it's just loading. It won't let me purchase it. Well, let me check again. I'm like, there's no comfort. Are you hearing the words that are coming out of my mouth? Is your computer on? I know. I'm Damn like, it. Unplug it, replug it. One. Anyway, it's like, no, I haven't been able to confirm it. Just says loading. And I said, I just want to purchase these tickets. Are you able to help me with that? And she said, you might just want to try again. And I said, no, I've tried many times. I tried five times today. I said, I don't know what, where, what to do from here. And she's like, wait and try again tomorrow. And I said, seriously? And she said, yes, that should fix it. And I said, okay. And she said, amazing thumbs up emoji. And to that, I gave her middle finger emoji. No, no I'm just kidding. Didn't. I just hung you up. I just would. removed myself from the chat. I was like, that wasn't helpful at all. Why did I even talk to you? This is stupid. I think it's a robot you're talking to. I don't think it, I don't think it's a human, even though they're, they're getting better at sentiment. <laughs> I think that sometimes you'll, you'll find clumsiness in conversation. I think it's not a human. She wasn't clumsy in conversation the beginning didn't work because it was a robot because then mm -hmm. it said you have to wait to be connected to someone but either way i don't even care it was fucking stupid i don't know why i waited in line for that it didn't help me at all have you ever gone on the phone with the customer service robot whatever and they're like for blah 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 press you know whatever you know it's it's a machine that's talking to you right yes but then it does the fake keyboard no yeah you haven't heard that no. that one drives me crazy i'm like there's no person i know you're and not there's typing no robot. i mean there's no there's no keyboard why are you why are you putting on this fake show, this kabuki you yeah, know, theater? I don't need theater. Just fucking answer. Just I want. Let me just, get some popcorn. Will you put on a show? For why me? should it be so hard for me? Just I'm like, take my money and fly me somewhere. That's your whole job. That's the whole company's purpose. That's what you do all the time. How come I can't have that happen? Now I want to contrast that with mm -hmm. a company that I think is exceptional. Okay. B and H photo video out of New York City. Yes, we love them. Is exceptional. If you're ever looking for film or video production or audio production equipment or a TV set, yeah, elect buy from them. electronics to just some extent. Just go to their website. Look, yeah. you can look at used equipment. You can look at new equipment. This isn't a commercial, by the way. I just I we think we don't that have any sponsors. If you'd like sponsors, B and H, we'd be happy to. Uh, side note, real quick, and yeah. then I want to hear more about B and H. Every time something from B and H arrives, I cannot help but sing the um, the sugar C and H sugar. Oh, I don't know. It's like C and H, C and H. Mommy uses it to bake her cakes. She makes the greatest cookies, snacks, and candy. Change it They're to like, Dan, Dan, Shawnee Dandy. uses it to make the, the food. It doesn't work. No. I just sing this. I think it's C and H is what it is. Anyway, it's sugar that I got as a kid, and there was a commercial. It's just like your basic sugar that you buy at the store. Gotcha. Anyway. It's probably the name of the sugar plantation in Hawaii or something. Yeah, C and H sugar. Hmm. And it looks like... Oh, why Two guys it? that look like Colonel Sanders in Hawaii. It's Hawaiian, you know CNH. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the pink. Anyway, but it's like 
Um, island kids all love the cane. It grows so good and sweet. Island kids. They eat it when it's freshly picked. And man, that's quite a treat. Neat. Kissed by sun. Blessed by rain. <laughs> C&H comes from the sugar cane. <laughs> it's weird. It like triggers that in my brain. And the fact that I know all those songs. If you ever need me to memorize anything, just put it in a song. Right. I'll remember it forever. Anyways. So you love B&H. Well, so this is a company that is run properly customer service through and through mm -hmm. uh i need new lights for the for for filming because our current lights are dying they're they're changing color and they're kind of getting when well, they flicker we have that one that was spazzing out that yeah we can't and they're use starting anymore. to yellow and anyways it doesn't really matter you Whatever. guys don't need to know this yeah, but we've had them for like six years seven years i'm i'm looking for new lights and i jump on the bnh website and there's a feature that i've never seen before in a time when there's skimpflation where people are cutting back mm -hmm. on services bnh has introduced a new service, which I think is fantastic. We got these microphones through B&H. Yes, we did. And pretty much everything that we buy yeah. comes from them because they're, they're so, so good, good at delivery, everything. So, you know, the customer service window that pops up, the little, the chat window. Uh -huh. So I, I, I opened that because I'm is just going to- a real person? I was going to ask the robot or real person, whatever it is on the other end, I just needed some advice on uh, a model number. Does it come mm -hmm. with a case? Because I need a case for the light. That's mm -hmm all I need to ask it said would you like to video chat with your customer service representative I said I'm gonna video, video chat, chat with the robot Meep, boop, boop, boop. I thought it was gonna be on the other R2 end R2D2 yeah what's hello, that little hello pal? Sean yeah <laughs> so so it, it pops up and it's a guy at the counter at b and in New York and he's like hey how's it going Eduardo I think his name was mm-hmm and uh, he's like, oh, hey, how's it going, John? Yeah, good to see you, blah, blah. He had all my information. Wow. Because I bought from there before, and I guess the computer ratted on me and told him who I, I was. The computer always does. But uh, anyways, I, I asked the questions, and he had all the answers, and he was like, great, have yourself a great day. You know, I said, do you need me to punch your code? And he goes, no, no, uh, it's, all, it's all good. Enjoy the rest of your day. I was like, this is perfect. So amazing. Amazing customer service. They, they gave me a video conference with someone at the counter, yeah, B &H and it, is awesome. It was like a one minute wait. And if you've ever been to BH in New York, it's amazing because the ceiling is like this Who delivery we mechanism. With? We were in New York years ago. Ty. Ty he was so excited. It was almost like the way kids get when they like FAO shorts in New York. Yes. I don't know if it still exists, but I think they may have uh, closed it. I think they did, but it was a huge toy store, you guys. And it was where I've been there when I the went. The movie Big with Tom yeah, Hanks when he, when he plays the piano. Across the piano. Um, I did. I walked across the panel too because you got to do it. But it was in New York for years. And I don't think it's there anymore. But it was he, Ty was yeah. acting like B and H was his FAO shorts. Yeah, like to make the pilgrimage. He was like he had his big because they send out this big uh, magazine, not magazine. Yeah, I guess a magazine or it's a catalog. catalog. Every year, I don't know if they do it all the time now, but this is like six, no, maybe like three or four years ago. Anyway, he had his catalog and he was like, "I'm going to go to B and H today." He was all excited, and I was like. You mean like the place that you buy equipment? He it's was like, cool to see. He though. was like, "Yeah, the real store." And I was like, "Okay, dude, peace out, Boy Scout." <laughs> he was so excited. Uh, if you like gear, you know it's a it's a cool place. See, like anything, if you can go to a store, a brick and mortar these days, because so often you're buying things online to actually mm -hmm. see a store with so much goods inside of it, like hard goods, and you can yeah. hold it, you can ask people about it. Yeah, you know, Sammy's it's cool. camera's like that in LA. I've yeah. been there before. Yeah. Um. I think we went. I've once. never met Sammy though. No, but we went there looking for a travel case or something. I remember. Yeah. Funny. Good times. You know, speaking of catalogs, mm -hmm. Sears catalog. No. Spiegel the, catalog. 
No. JCPenney? No. Those are the ones I got as a kid. Restoration Hardware and mm. Sweetwater. Mm. Sweetwater is where I, buy, or where I bought my guitar. Mm-hmm. And, um, but those two catalogs are huge. They're so they heavy. They mean and business. Thick. And if you ever wonder why Restoration Hardware is so expensive, it's because they, they send out a bajillion catalogs. It must cost like $20 a piece. Easy. But I bet you they recoup their money, you know, on one pillow or something. Yeah, right. One one Chase Lounge. Done. Right. Boom. Boom. We Sold. can't afford them. But. No, they're so expensive. Their yeah. stuff's so pretty. But they're nice looking. So pretty. Sometimes I go in there just to fall asleep. Do you have coffee or tea or... I'll have a herbal tea, please. <laughs> <laughs> Chamomile, please, with some honey. Thank you. And I'm going to claim that couch because mm-hmm. it looks comfy. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Anything else? Oh, there's so many things. I went to the dermatologist yesterday. Oh, yeah. And so. I got a clean bill of health. Cool. I have to put some retinoid on a white, a little bump I've had here that I don't like and went there. Okay. That's it. Yep. If you don't go see a dermatologist, I recommend you do. Um, immediately you should be going every year because my brother started going because like i told my dermatologist my brother and i are very moly mm. moly 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 and my brother is more moly than i am and i've had a lot of them removed just because i didn't like them and i didn't know if they were like cancer or not turns out they're not but anyway he had to get like a a map like a skin map so they can track the moles to make sure that they don't we have some movement in the southwest this, quadrant of the buttock area this mole has changed shape and the color is different and also the texture tricked you warning, it's a raisin warning, warning. <laughs> i know oh my god i have like a dark mole on my hip and the dermatologist is like we're gonna keep an eye on that it's your darkest mole and sean's like did you lick your finger and be like oh sorry it's chocolate <laughs> i was having a snack earlier <laughs> anyway i make so many awkward jokes because there's there's two ladies and me and i'm the only person in my underwear you know and i'm like (laughs) this is awkward you know and the person holding the clipboard who is taking the notes for the Mm -hmm. doctor it was just funny you know and uh i said not bad for a 57 year old right and you know and she sort of chuckled but didn't really i mean it was i didn't warn her it's funny because our old dermatologist because we went back to back and we did that before when we were in Santa Monica and our old dermatologist would, they, he'd just bring me into yours regardless. Like he's like, come on, Katie, you know? And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Like, like as if you don't need your privacy or whatever. Yeah. Although one time you did forget something. I was like, no, no, he did try this. Or I had said something. You're like, oh yeah. He's like, see, that's why we bring the wife in. I was like, am I responsible for remembering all your medical information? But anyway, this- I, I, what was my joke yesterday? Is it me or is this chair really cold? <laughs> they both have their clothes on, you know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. this is awkward, but I was fine. I really don't care if I'm naked. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I don't really but care if I'm naked. I don't. I don't Sean like, used to strip and run around. Yeah. Um, as a joke, as an adult man. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, those are the days I've settled down quite a bit since then. Um, but so I have, you know, um, some issues from being in the sun in California and it's not and the maybe end of the Montreal. World. Yeah. Well, Montreal, if you don't know, for those of you out there, the Australians will know this. They'll understand. We had a hole in the ozone over the 1980s because of Bon Jovi, and, <laughs> uh, all the hairspray, he and uh, all, all the women. All that Aquanet, those yeah, CFCs, man. They the get women you. of New Jersey. Chlorocarbons or whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah, CFCs. They they're responsible for the oh, hole the 80s. in the ozone over Quebec. We had a giant hole. And so we were only able to go outside for a recess. If I remember correctly, it'd be like, oh, you know, you're like outside. Like 15 and, minutes or something? Unless, yeah, we had UV warnings. Oh, um, really? I think I could be misremembering. But well, that reminds me of Lamar talking about the smog warnings or what was acid yeah. rain or something in LA? He LA had in smog LA. warnings, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, we couldn't go out for recess. There'd be a smog warning. Yeah, a lot of people developed asthma because of it. 
Lucky for me, I just developed uh, skin you know, cancer. Well, and no, I, I guess in cancer. Washington, I didn't develop any of those things. Right. Well, we don't have a lot of sun in Quebec, you know, and uh, but I think it's from living in California. Anyways, I got a couple of little rough patches. Also, because no you, you shave your head, it's, you don't have the hair protecting you either. Right. So there's in the skin on your head, they've always said is like thinner and more susceptible or vulnerable to. Yeah. There's not a lot of melon in there. Mm -mm. Um, so anyways, uh, you go in every couple of months and they they freeze little dry patches yeah no big deal they say i said well if it's not a big deal why do you have to do this you know but anyways it, it's you fine kill it's, the cells it's basically yeah uh, skin maintenance let's say and it's uh called acutaneous keratosis or something and it's basically like skin cells that are just hanging out that shouldn't be there yeah they're a little irregular yeah but not it's not skin cancer is what they well, say. They say it's pre-cancer. It's like it has a potential, so it's better to get rid of them. Exactly. The so, A something, yeah. So there, there we go. That's the AKs. AKs. Um, so that's fine. Whatever. And uh, they hit it with uh, the freezy stuff. The dry ice. Is it dry ice? What is it? It's. I mean, cryo, it's not. It's it's a cryo freeze. We're not doctors, obviously, but uh, so they got a can and they 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 missed it, right? And that's fine. Yeah, I don't know what. It but is. I had. Uh, Two years ago, and you guys probably are not that interested in this, but I, I think it's quite interesting, and you should probably be, you know, considering it for yourself going to see a dermatologist. But I had a little sunspot on my uh, throat area. Cryotherapy. Cryotherapy is it liquid nitrogen. Ah, yes. So that isn't that what dry ice is? Is liquid nitrogen? Uh, no, oh. dry ice is uh, nitrogen that is in a solid form. Oh, okay. Anyway, continue. Sorry. I think. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it doesn't I don't know matter. if it's nitrogen actually. Liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Okay. So, but. I was like, oh, you know, and he's like, oh, it's just a sunspot. I'm like, well, is there any way of getting rid of it? He said, yeah, I don't know. That's what the dermatologist said. And he said, I could try, you know, spraying you it. it. Sean like, loves to get things frozen. It's kind of fun. He's like, freeze it all. Put some sprinkles on it, you know, like, uh, <laughs> or remove the sprinkles from it, you know. So he hit it with it and it kind of disappeared. Mm -hmm. um, I hadn't even noticed until you said it the other day. I was like, it is gone. But you have another, you yeah, have little moles there, but that big it, one there it's is not gone. A mole, it's like a little freckle. Or freckle. But, but like, yeah. Well, a mole is raised, a freckle is, is flat. I don't know. think that is the truth. Oh, well, we're not dermatologists. Anyway, so it, it went away and I was like, that's cool. And I had one on my hand and I told the lady yesterday, I said, you know, geez, um, it worked here. Could you do that on my hand? And she said, yeah, we can try it. She's like, like, you cool. never know if it's going to work, but since it worked there. Well, yesterday while I'm watching the hockey game, I'm all excited. We won, by the way. Woo -woo, and finally. I know. <sighs> I mean, we've won twice, so it's not, it's not the first. But no, Jesus but it was Christ. outstanding win. It was fantastic after the drubbing that we took in Seattle. Um, anyway, so as I was sitting watching the game, it was like a little swollen from mm -hmm. like- a, It gets really tender. Like it's a blister. It's blistered. And then it, it fell off. I fell off, yeah. And now it's gone. The, the dark spot? The dark spot is gone. It's Although it's, you know, raw it's skin open, Yeah, but, it's an open wound. Yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully when I take my bandaid off. Isn't oh. this fun, guys? We get to talk about medical- <laughs> things that i know but get nothing your about. moles checked and it's not that scary no they just like put, they take put a magnifying glass and like put you in a gown and then they have this little lit up magnifying glass and they just like go over all your yeah all your skins and then between your toes yeah bottom of your feet between your toes that's bob marley didn't get that checked and that's how he died i know it was his foot yeah yeah, yeah he had a, a, a cancerous cancerous growth on his um on his his toe? foot at a big toe i don't know yeah. something i don't know his foot i know but um so things you need to look out for is you need to know if it changed shape like meaning it got larger smaller change shape if the texture 
is different. So if it's dry or rough or itchy. Irregular edges. Yep. If it so bleeds, it's not smooth. Just from like. And you, if it bleeds from you, just doing your thing. Yeah. And then if it, it just gives you any pain or irritation. Yeah. Things you need to pay attention to. If it starts using the internet. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it's, like, it's like I it's have a like growth a little, and it talks. One little hair. Like it's a human. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway. So go to the dermatologist and get yeah. checked out. Should we get into some letters? We can. Or did you have we more notes? Can. Sean likes to have his notes. No. Um, I'm good. <laughs> Thanks for checking. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, I did see a heck of a podcast the other day. But heck of a podcast. One heck of a. Oh, Ben texted me. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Let Hi, me ben. jump into my. Okay, we have a letter here. Oh, you're reading. And it says a puppy, France versus Austria, and language. Mm. Hi, Katie and Sean, and the whole OTDM universe. Hello. And all the other creatures in the universe. They don't know what they are missing if they're not watching OTDM. Mm -hmm. I like that. I just finished watching episode 81, and you talked about your lovely puppy. Yes, yeah, we did. I know. I hope we're not talking about her too much, but you know, it's something new in our life, and uh, we thought we'd share with you because. And she's a living creature, and we love her very much. She is such a cutie. I love Katie's Instagram story where Roxy was not sure about the yoga frog. Mm -hmm. So hilarious. She barked at it. Oh, did she? I didn't see that one. She's very scared. And finally, it is not my dogs barking in the background. <laughs> Train her well and let her lick your toes. Mm. Ooh. She does. And I know. Horrible. I'm not letting her, though. I don't like that. I was in the kitchen cooking yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, by the island, I was chopping a salad. Chop. And I think the way she's indicating that she would like some of the salad is she's like, I'm willing to lick your toes, which no, I don't want to do. Because she licks them all the time, anytime. Mm -hmm. And I would tell Sean, like, the only way to stop her is to wear socks. And then when I get hot and I'm like laying, you know, relaxing on the couch or something, she like will lick and she won't stop. I actually don't know if we just let her go, like if she'd ever stop or if she'd just lick. The letter goes on. I know. Just be interesting. This is how dogs show affection. Oh, by licking, licking your, your toes. Feet. And they take in a lot of information while licking, just mm. like when they're sniffing. Mm. It might be gross. It might gross you out, but it is important for the dog. Find a way which is acceptable to you and for her. She needs to do that. No. Maybe that's why she likes my slippers. She can't oh, yeah. lick my feet. So she's, she's getting like, a lot of sniff, information. Sniff, 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 right. sniff. She's investigating you by investigating mm -hmm. her slippers. She sniffs. It's funny. In the morning, when I get up with her, or if Sean even gets up with her when I play with her in the morning, she sniffs my armpits immediately, oh. like sticks, sticks her nose in my armpits. And I'm like, I just woke up. She's I, gathering information. I Did apologize. you sleep well? I know. And then sniffs my my slippers. And she just sniffs me a lot. Joke's on you. I ate garlic yesterday. But the sticking in my armpit always kills me because she like really gets her nose like, mm. oh, you're sweaty. I shouldn't have done that. It's a bad decision. <laughs> I'm on camera. I'm always sweaty. Oh, okay. Sometimes my therapists let her dog come uh, lets her dog come into the room and her dog loves me she comes mm -hmm. to me the uncle with the smell of six dogs on him uh -huh. and licks my hands and sometimes doesn't want to leave my side i always tell my therapist that it's okay so this is christoph you didn't <laughs> tell us who it was but yes it is. I, yes i did not say who it was only it's last week the dog came in and more or less ignored me but that is also okay but i do believe in the healing power of dogs mm -hmm. i agree still do not get the recipe for the dog biscuits from my girlfriend Oh. Oh, still didn't get it. Yeah. Still didn't get Okay. Mm -hmm. But she was pretty busy and on a business trip last week. Oh, enough. yeah. That's why you were home alone. I remember we were, I was talking to Christoph and he, oh. he it was kind of nice. He got to have alone time. He was like time. Kevin from uh, Home Alone? No, but he was with the dogs. Ah, okay. Okay. And thank you, Celine, for your wonderful description of France. This was totally amazing. Was I've been to some of the places like Saint-Marie de la Mer, 
but not during the gypsy pilgrimage. Which so much of the events sounds so cool. It does. Oh, like amazing. I like the Bordeaux region mm. where they do not only grow some of the best wines in the world, but they have these long sandy beaches at the ocean. Oh, sounds delightful. That's what Lauren and Adam, our friends who are coming to visit from Houston, they've been there. And she said the same thing that Bordeaux was like her favorite area. Mm. There were, that's where she told us to go outside of Paris. She's like, once you've done Paris, then go to Bordeaux. Mm. I was like, okay. I've never been anywhere. So I was like, I'm down for whatever. Go anywhere. I'm a firm believer that you can go to even the lamest town in the most boring place and find something to do. Oh, agree. I mean, because if it's new to you, I grew up in a lame town. And no, you did. Your town, to your towns are nice. But it's like a small it. town. I, but I'm just saying, as a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, get me out of here!" And then as an adult, I'm like, "Oh, so beautiful." As a fan of the Twin Peaks series, I was very excited to see the Pacific Northwest oh, really? in a small town with a sawmill. <laughs> we do have a sawmill. Um, the people weren't as odd, but sometimes I'll say, mm, "This is excellent coffee," or "I think I will have some cherry pie," <laughs> and I'll talk into a tape recorder. As if I'm Kyle McLaughlin and I'll wear a trench coat and a black suit with a white dress shirt and a black tie. Uh-huh. Like yeah. an FBI agent? Uh-huh. Yes. 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 Interesting. Um, it's funny, though, because we went to a small town up in Scotland, Elgin, mm-hmm. many years ago, and we had such a good time. And we can't wait to go back. Actually, I was going to share that uh, photo. So, you know how on your phone or even Facebook, I think, might do this, but other places like it in your phone itself it'll be like five years ago this happened and it like populates things sean had his phone ping him about when our first trip to elgin scotland and it was right after i quit my full-time job we like left for scotland remember like the next like week or two after i hope we hit the road boom and anyway and it's just such a fun it's like a fond memory of mine i'd love to go back but it was kind of cute that it popped up and it we, he took a photo of me in front of the bed and breakfast that they put us in mm-hmm with the eggs that were like in the form, the egg form. I always wanted one of those, but I could never find one. And they had rhubarb uh, yogurt, remember? Rhubarb yogurt is a nice flavor. It was delicious. I like strawberry rhubarb myself, but rhubarb by itself, that that works. I like it, I like it. The letter goes on. Mm -hmm. Although the Atlantic is too cold to swim, even in summer, but it's a surfer's paradise. Now. I always thought the because I grew up on the Atlantic side of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always thought the Atlantic was too cold myself. The Pacific is cold too, right? I mean, um, I've been to both, and they're we, both cold. The furthest south I had been as a kid, we'd go to Cape Cod, and it was always the oh, Atlantic. You've never been side. further south as a kid. Well, you I think when I was or? when I was even younger, we'd gone to Virginia and things like that. But I, I didn't. I don't remember that was yeah, when I was too like little. three or yeah. whatever. But as a young person, we would go to Cape Cod, which I absolutely love. Uh, but the ocean there. side is freezing. Oh. So the bay side or whatever they call it. Um, oh, well, bay is more protected from the, yeah. Yeah, and the water isn't, you know, as deep you're and... not getting as much of a current maybe. Yeah. However, the Atlantic does have a lot of warm water. Well, down as you go farther south, like North Carolina and south, right? Doesn't it? Isn't uh, it warm? The further south you go, the warmer it gets. I mean, Florida's warm. Yeah. and Even then, on the Atlantic but side. But as you go over towards Europe, the warm waters also exist or persist going out that way as well. well and Italy, I didn't know that. Would Italy be? No, that's the Mediterranean. It's the Mediterranean. I was like, it's kind of in. Yeah. yeah. And huh. I don't even know how warm the Mediterranean is. Oh, I would assume it's warm. I would assume. But, but I don't know. Uh, I've never been the in the Azores, Mediterranean. which is uh, Portuguese islands, islands off mm-hmm. of uh, the, you know, it's off. It's the, in the Atlantic. The it's in the Atlantic. Apparently that water is warm. I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. I mean, it's pretty far north. I don't know how north it is. I mean, I think I'm going to pull it up. I don't even know if the water's warm, but in my mind, I envision it's like a Hawaii of the Atlantic. I think you do because you talked about it. And Sean uses terms like that where 
it doesn't make any sense because people in Montreal think of British Columbia as like Hawaii. They talk about it like like it's Hawaii. Well, it has rainforests and it has <laughs> no, but it's not warm at all. Cactuses it, and and rattlesnakes. I mean, that's pretty warm. It's not. Yes, there's. You're you're talking about the Okanagan Valley, which is one little portion. That'd be like talking about Washington State and saying it's like Hawaii. It hardly snows, you know, along the coast of. British but that's Columbia. that's their their. It's nice weather because it hardly snows. The letter goes on. <laughs> and my family loves the beautiful island of Corsica. I've been there twice and it really is totally yeah, it's amazing. it's North Atlantic Ocean. You're all the way above, uh, but you're not quite to France. So off Portugal. Yeah. I don't know if those are the Azores. No, that's the Grand, Grand Canaria. Grand Canary. I don't know if they, what they're called. Canary Island. But anyway, wherever the Azores it's are. It's more in the Atlantic than that. The well, Azores. here's. Or the Azores. Here's Portugal. I don't yeah, know. Keep going. Oh, like out. Is it there? Uh, there. There you go. Are those them? Yep. Ponta de Laga via Porto. So I, I don't so. know if it's warm. It actually looks like it might be cold. Well, you're looking at a map and the water's blue, like a cold blue. No, I'm just saying location wise. Yeah. Like if you look like where they okay, are. Okay, Google. Is the water in the Azores warm it'd be in line with new york on the website climates to travel.com they say from july to september the ocean is not particularly warm yet may be acceptable for swimming for those who are not sensitive to the cold the so, water temperature is 22 degrees celsius in july and 23 degrees celsius in august and september well, that's okay it's cold i mean yeah i mean we were at uh what was it called not deep eddy, but we went down to what's it called here? Martin Springs. And it was sixty-eight degrees and it was freezing. Yeah. <laughs> that water I think was it so depends cold. on what the ambient temperature is out. Oh, it so. always does, but and, I'm just saying that. But yeah. you know, in Southern California even the water is freezing cold. So you have to wear a wetsuit most times until unless it's like, you know, peak of summer and then mm. you wear like half a wetsuit or your swim trunks, but you get cold just it's cold. The around. water's cold. Yeah. Except for on Lake Travis, mm -hmm. where the magic happens and it's like 80 degrees. That was weird, yeah. It's so nice. Okay, so Christoph goes on mm -hmm. that um, You're so his pushy family with loves your letter the reading. beautiful island of Corsica. <laughs> I've been there twice and it really is totally amazing. Mm -hmm. It is basically a mountain range that comes out of the Mediterranean. Oh, that's cool. You can swim in the sea and when you look back, you see the mountains. Mm. Beautiful. I love that. Beautiful, beautiful. That's what Catalina is like to me. It is. Catalina is beautiful. I would love to have spent more time out there, but... Yeah, we just never, we're never able to. Mm -hmm. uh, Hotels are crazy expensive. He goes on. Nice people, and they also would prefer to have independent, or ha prefer to be independent, mm -hmm. or have at least more autonomy from France. Yeah, I get that. There's a lot of places like that. Just like so many other regions in Europe. I am wondering if Scotland will gain its independence in the next few years. They've been wanting it, but I don't think they can sustain on their own. I suspect they'll move towards more of a decentralized government, However, it's very difficult for a nation to give up uh, assets. And I think they view land and, and, you know, just like Spain, they're not going to give up portions of Spain because people want to secede. Same thing happened in Quebec, mm -hmm. but you may look towards a more decentralized format of government. But man, you know, that you think about what it's worth, the value. Well, but then the thing that's so frustrating for the people who are in those parts who want to secede is that they feel like i've heard from scotland people in scotland that they feel like they they give all their money to this other yeah. essentially other part of the world it feels like to them 
and they don't really get anything back. Yeah, they don't feel like they're represented. I think that yeah. that's part of the gripe with Quebec. And I used to be very anti, you know, Quebec leaving Canada. Oh, they wanted to leave Canada and join who? Themselves? By themselves? They, they wanted to be a nation. Wow, really? Yeah, which I think the United States would just go. Au no, just come on. Kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, take that back. That was me making a French joke because I, I, I say they bonsoir and I say au revoir. Oh, yeah. It's the only phrase I know. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. I went to get my pants tailored. I might have said this on the last podcast. I think I did. But she speaks French, my t the tailor that was doing my clothes. Yeah. And when she heard my last name was St. Louis, she's like, oh, do you speak French? And I was like, oh, no, I don't. My husband speaks French. And then she started speaking French to me. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And then I had this flashback of like bonsoir au revoir but then when i was leaving she said au revoir and i was like au revoir that's all i know bye-bye <laughs> well anyways continue christoph goes on says katie and sean of course you can always come and visit austria i would love, love to. to i think love it sounds wonderful i just don't know much about it but yeah. it looks beautiful i don't photos. know much about a lot of things it is only a small country but in winter we have tons of ski resorts in the alps buddy i'm beautiful. ready to move then i beautiful. i've always told katie that the one thing in life if I moved away from the ocean, I would love to move into the mountains. So we moved to Texas <laughs> where there's no mountains, but I would love to live in a ski resort or, but we're not, or a ski resort We're not town. that far from the water even. No, I know. I'm, but mm -hmm. it would have been my preference, I think, in life to live in a, in a mountain community again. I don't know if that would be for the rest of my life, but I really do enjoy. It's hard with work and airport access. Those totally. are things that it, we have to think of. Not a lot of airports in the Alps, I would assume. Maybe there are some. But um, I mean, probably pretty dicey coming at night. Dicey. Uh, Zurich might be a potential. Yeah. But uh, anyway, the letter continue. goes on. Mm -hmm. Though from what I've heard, never been there, the French ones are even better. The French Alps, that mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. As a landlocked country, we don't have any coast, but there are plenty of lakes in all sizes. I do like a good lake too. That's that the was, thing about here. That's There's what so sold me water. on this area. It's um, beautiful. Yeah, who would have thought? lakes in texas i know and like not mountains but rolling hills rolling green hills never would have thought from lake constance in the west which borders austria germany and switzerland to lake neusiedler mm -hmm. sea in the east uh, which we share with hungary i didn't realize that austria and hungary shared a border yeah, but that makes austro-hungary hungarian empire is that right the oh i don't know that i just know um, one of my that old roommates sense, yeah. in college was Hungarian. And so she went through this whole like. Paprika phase? Well, no, she was from. She was from uh, Minnesota or Wisconsin. I think Minnesota. Anyway. And so she went through this whole like rediscovering her heritage type thing. Yeah. And so she was making all sorts of food, which is kind of funny now that like. Now that I know Christina and she's like first generation, would you call it? Yeah. Yeah. Her, she's first generation. Her parents were. Yeah, immigrated, I think, yes. across. Anyway, it's just kind of funny to know two people from Hungary. <laughs> yeah. One of the good things about communism, mm -hmm. um, there aren't that many good things about communism. Pretty but much zero. But. Is that the infrastructure was so poor that a lot of the countries that were part of the USSR or in their uh, in the shadow of the USSR, they weren't really developed uh, in a modern fashion mm -hmm. as quickly. So when you visit or travel, there's a lot of culture that's still there that hasn't been plastered over by McDonald's or, um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's like the culture still <clears throat> exists. It's not, it hasn't been developed. Yeah. If you go to Berlin, this is a good example, uh, East Germany, West Germany, but Berlin specifically, you know, that you're in East Germany or that you were in former East Germany 
by the fact that the buildings weren't repaired after the Second World War. They just didn't have the money mm. as a communist country. Well, didn't they finally just pay back all their stuff just like a couple years ago or something? They've finished paying off the First World War. They're still paying off the oh, Second World oh War. God. Yeah. Okay. They owe a lot of money for the bad things they did. But the 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 it's really interesting because the old buildings are still there and then if you look at modern uh berlin it's all sorts of new architecture that is kind of uh i haven't been pasted to over the i've only stuff. been northern yeah um it's very pretty to bremen and, and hamburg okay so christoph goes on uh-huh. he says uh they share a lake with uh, with Hungary mm-hmm. and many lakes in between, many with beautiful sceneries of the surrounding mountains. You can climb a mountain in the morning and cool down in the lake in the afternoon. Nice. Like that, that sounds perfect. And of course, if you like culture, there is so much to see in Austria from the biggest castle of the world in Salzburg to many smaller ones. Castles I, are cool. And I don't know. I've seen some of my friends have gone to Germany and yeah. taken pictures of castles in the like, I don't know outside the city i don't even know in the hills yeah beautiful castles in europe are gorgeous jeez growing yourself. up the oldest thing in canada i think was a lighthouse you know for me that i was aware of mm. and so you have old beautiful buildings there too and beautiful churches in montreal yeah but not you know things from the 13th century oh, of you course because you're talking later develop right right like, europe's just so much older it's like new york is so much older than california you know right and so when given the opportunity to go to Europe as a 14 year old, we went to Portugal mm-hmm. and I was, you know, I was ready. I wanted to see the the, the ruins of the, you know, the, the Roman empire, the, the leftovers and, and castles as well. And it was just, to me, history books come alive, you know, yeah. in Europe. Um, yeah. So he says there's uh, there's smaller castles too, which is cool. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to get a castle. A moderately really, sized castle. Right. It's a lot to heat them. It's a lot of fires to a have going. fires. <laughs> World famous museums with art collections ranging from the Middle Ages to modern art. And of course, Austria is the land of music. Yes. The Sound of Music. Is that from Austria? Uh, I think so. Hmm. I think that's where it was filmed. Famous but hard to get tickets to is the Salzburg Festival in summer when classical music, opera, and theater is performed. Ah, the finer things in life. And of course, Vienna, where we think we have the best coffee in the world, but in my opinion, you get the best in Italy. Yeah, The Sound of Music was filmed in various locations around Salzburg. Mm. So cool. There you go. Uh, there's this little coffee shop and in Los Rome. Angeles. Part of it was filmed. It says was filmed in Salzburg and Los Angeles. Well, L.A. does serve double duty for a lot of places. It's world. just funny. It was a soundstage. <laughs> <laughs> Tricked you. Christoph mm-hmm. uh, says there's this little coffee shop in Rome, which has probably the very best coffee in the world, and Ooh. I am so lucky that my girlfriend organized some for me as a birthday gift. Oh. And yes, Italy is not far amazing and that's one of the things i like about europe is that you can hop skip and jump to the next country yeah that's the cool thing because like you could be in salzburg austria one day and then take like a four-hour train and be in a whole an entirely different country it could be all the way down into uh what you call it hungary there you go super cool language concerns mm. there is a huge difference between the german spoken in germany and in austria mm-hmm. even in austria we have so many different dialects oh interesting mm-hmm. Uh, words that are used in Vienna are not understood in the western part of Austria and vice versa. Yeah, it makes sense, you know. That's like India. Um, my friend Abba, whose family's from Kerala, is that right? Yeah. In India? Anyway, she she speaks Hindi and a little bit of like whatever her family's dialect is, which I forget the name of it. But she was saying that there's, I forget how many dialects 
oh of yeah hindi Indi. in india she yeah. was saying that like essentially village to village it can be different you should call it hindia india <laughs> if you're a french person you'd call it hindia with no h in india well no, hindia uh, if there's an i you oh, put the, an h oh, if there's no h then you put an i maybe that's why they call it hindi yeah. maybe the italians were, or the french were over there there you go suddenly anyway um so yeah, it, and even like you could say Quebec and the French that's spoken there is not the same French that's spoken in oh, Paris. Oh, from, you can drive two hours outside of the city of Montreal and it's different French. Oh, know? 100%. And even outside of Paris, it sounds like it's different French outside yeah. of cities too. So what you gonna do? Which goes to show, oh no, he says, but most Austrians speak at least a little English as mm -hmm. it is tough or oh, is taught uh, as first foreign language in school, starting as early as the second grade. Oh, that, see, Fair I enough. wish, I mean, we do do some foreign language in the States. I don't know if they, obviously in Montreal, mm. in Quebec, you learn French, but no other place in Canada are they forced like you guys are in Quebec. Isn't that correct? Uh, I don't think you're forced, but I think there are options for kids. Yes, like we have options too, but you yeah. guys like have to, you either, don't you have to learn it? I mean, it's your well, culture, I guess, if you're out in the it's city. It's been a long time since I've lived there, and I don't know what the rules are now. So, Anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. I was just saying that as a person that went to school in Washington State in the yeah. United States, we didn't have foreign language offered to us until, I want to say, fifth or sixth grade. Okay. And then we could take, so then I took Spanish because I thought that would be the most useful in my life, which is true. And then, but there was no... Like nobody took foreign language earlier than that. I think I had one friend who did like a French school, like three days a week or something. I think it was French. Anyway, um, we're just not, foreign language is not as big of a deal as it should be. Well, it's because the United States is so large. I know, but I still it's think it's, it's beneficial like, for people to speak two languages always. 100%. I think and it's great. It's I think harder. parents should, should put their yeah. kids in some sort of uh, physical activity as a child outside of school, as well yes. as some sort of... Uh, whether it's music, because that's a language, mm -hmm. or whether it is... Mm -hmm. I mean, music, yes, but I think a foreign language. A foreign language as well, but music is, is is international, so you can use it when you go to different cultures. Well, yeah, but you can't read signs with music, Sean. <laughs> read the sign of the times, babe. Oh, no, that doesn't translate. Right. Oh, uh, I do have one. Uh, Christoph says there's mm -hmm. some clarifications from his last letter, but oh, I have uh -huh. something about last week. Uh -huh. I had mentioned something about the Saxons, or we were talking about wasps. Oh, yes, yes. White Anglo-Saxon Anglo Protestants. Protestants. And I had to look up Saxons because I was like, it doesn't make sense. Mean? I was like, Saxons of Saxony? No, but it just means that people of Germanic descent. So oh, people, okay. you know, who went from c Central Europe, I guess, around Which different would be parts. The, the Americans for the, the Saxons. Most part, right? the yeah. Saxons. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So then Christoph says, then there are a few clarifications for my last letter. The thank pickups you, in the Gretsch are not filtertrons. Oh, that's what I thought they were. He says, they just look similar. They are broadtrons. What is this? Are you talking guitar speak? Yeah, the Gretsch is his guitar. Oh, I was like, I don't even know what that means. I okay. had thought, does he have filtertron pickups? I don't know what that means. Okay. You might as well be saying doorbell light bulb. It's the electronics rug. Uh, for the guitar that pick up when you strum a string. You know, there's the little bars mm -hmm. that, that uh, sit underneath the string. Yes, those little metal bars that are into the neck Yeah, and they've got the little neck dots. of the guitar. No, in the body. Where the where the sound hole would be on an acoustic guitar? Hole. Okay, there, uh, an electric typically is solid body, right? Or semi oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it doesn't have a sound hole in it, uh -huh. so it's not producing audio reverberate. that way. Mm -hmm. It's it's being picked up by an electronic device, a, a, okay. basically a magnet. That's why I call them pickups. Yeah, it okay. picks up the audio. Okay. So the pickups that he has, I thought they were 
filter trons. He says they look similar. They're called broad trons. Okay. Another more recent and cheaper pickup by Gretsch. Awesome. Cool. But they're still amazing and I love them. And second, I don't trim my hair at all. It just does oh. not grow any longer. Maybe oh, it's, it's because its, it's so curly. Could be. It's reached its maximum length. Maximum curliness. Well, there is a lot of hairs in general, and I don't know if it applies to hairs on the head in a broad stroke like all people but like our eyebrows won't continue to grow mine do no but like the hairs usually have some kind of limits like eyelashes don't just keep getting longer mine do that's not true some say arm hairs don't just keep like you don't have like you have to trim your arm hairs because they get you know what i mean like certain hairs have like a length that they their maximum length and maybe hairs on our head some people you know have maximum length he's found his maximum length he's had his maximum Mm -hmm. length he says, who it's, knows? It's very long and very curly. Anyways, this was another long letter. All good, dude. We I love appreciate it. We love it. catching up with you. Hope you're doing good. We are. Mm-hmm, Have mm-hmm. fun with the cutie Roxy and enjoy those yeah. puppy days. We and will. I know. And she know. smells she, so good. She smells like puppers. Like just a puppy. Pro tip, have her neutered as early as possible. Then she will mo- most likely keep some of the puppy traits uh, as opposed to being an adult dog. Yeah, she's getting fixed a spade in a couple of weeks. Sending all my best wishes. Christoph. Thanks, Christoph. Yeah. Good to hear from you. Yeah. There's so much to learn about having dogs. <laughs> there is a lot and I feel very uh, ill-equipped and I keep reading about things because another member of our community told us, oh, should we get that? That was perfect timing that we had to take a break because we were talking about how there's so much to know about dogs. We got some updates. <laughs> we got a phone call from our uh, our puppy school Yep. and uh, she wasn't doing so well. Well, puppy daycare. So we put her in doggy daycare because our vet was like, she needs to be socialized. And she recommended this place and she, she gets excited to go. She waggy wags the middle wag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's... And so because we've been watching to make sure because there's no way for her to communicate with us to let us know if they're not treating her right. But she seems excited to go. And, you know, now it's weird to see you without glasses. That is so strange. No, you don't need to put them back on. I'd prefer you without. It's just weird because I got used to it. Okay. Sean gets excited, which is funny because you need to get glasses and you refuse to go get them. He has a prescription. The only uh, cure is more cowbell. Is reading glasses. Yeah. So anyways, we, I just got anyway, a phone call so from yeah. them. And, so we got and a phone call. She, I guess, got into a kerfuffle with another, uh, or, or not a kerfuffle, but she, they're rambunctious. So she's now been put into uh, her own little area for the day. And she said, it's one-on-one. It's fine. Playtime and everything. I was like, was she misbehaving? She said, no, it's just that she's with a bunch of smaller dogs. Yeah. Overstimulation. They're like, well, I said, do you want me to come pick her up? I said, no, no, not at all. She's, she's fine. I was like, well, I wanted to say, why are you calling? I think just to let us know that this happened, I guess. And when you sign them up, they say they will let you know if anything changes, like if they move them from room. She was super polite. And I I just, I thought we were, they're so nice there. Really? I thought the dog was in trouble, but other than that one dude at the drop-off that's always like morning he's just never excited to be there like like, so is my dog winning or losing i know how how good is our dog well he always dmx when we pick where my dog's at when we pick her up he always says she's got a lot of energy and i'm like tell me something i don't know dude i run around till she can run no more um but so now she's getting one-on-one time it's like she's home but not home yeah i i don't know what it means because i was asking questions you heard me i was trying to be thorough but uh and she gave me answers i just I wasn't sure what the answers meant. Yeah, we still have a lot to learn. What it sounds, I would interpret that, and we can ask them when we go to pick her up, but I would interpret that as things got very rowdy because puppies are crazy. You know, puppies have a lot of energy that they were jumping and flipping. They're afraid someone's going to get hurt. 
So they just separated some of the dogs that were at the highest of energy. So I'd assume there's like two other dogs or so that got also put in their own thing. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, it's just, you know, they get, they work each other up. I mean, imagine if another dog was like doing the parkour, parkour. Yeah. And they jump and, you know, she jumps and they're probably afraid like one of their littler puppies is going to get squished. Yeah. Fair enough. Got to protect them. Protect the puppies. And Roxy's a big girl. I mean, she's like 40 pounds that's true if one of those other dogs is 12 like what we got when we got roxy oh yeah that's a big difference that's okay. like you jumping on me ah parkour ah and i'd probably break an arm or something true it's very you know so at least they protect her so i tried to read a letter just now and you did a good I, job well i felt like i was not moder- you do a good job of moderating getting through it paying attention to me i wasn't sure if i was doing the same but i i felt like i should dip my toes back in the water of i think you reading. can totally dip yeah, dip, you're okay with dip, it? Dip, 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 dip. Yep. You do, um, you want to get back into the letter. You're like, Kristoff well, continued. <clears throat> well, I just don't know if I'm if I'm dropping the ball, so I, I don't no, know I what I'm supposed to. No, I think you did a great to. job. Thank you. How many gold stars would I get? Five. Five, that's pretty good. Yeah. Out of how many? Five. Hey, did you guys hear that? All right. Good job. But why do I have to be putting time out then? Just like I know, Roxy. Roxy. She was like, no, she's doing great. I'm like, then why are you putting her in time out? Because she's bigger. That's why. I think they took the bigger dogs out because you could hurt a little dog. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's just a size thing. It's like my mom used to tell Nickel um, that he couldn't kick me because he would kick. Well, I would kick with my legs, but Nick would try to push. You know, if we fight, as we were siblings, and my mom would always yell at him and be like, you're so much bigger than her. You're going to hurt her. You can't kick with your legs. You're just too much bigger. And I'd be like, like, but I was so much smaller. (laughs) I remember only because i've been told this story so i was a lot as a kid i think um but nick would get me and he could like he was so much stronger he could like roll me up in a rug or push me and like you know i couldn't fight back but if i could catch him because our our kitchen table chairs had like the wood where it arches and then there's like little uh slats not slats they're called dowels dowels yeah dowels and they're like six of them boop 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 you know, as it runs that curve. And if he was sitting, I could get his hair through the chair and he couldn't get to me. (laughs) That's an awful thing to do. Hey, I couldn't compete in the real ring. I had to do the sneak attack. (laughs) (laughs) And then he'd be like, and then. So let me get this straight. Your brother was sitting there defenseless, not paying attention to you. And Mm -hmm. you'd walk up and you'd grab his hair through the. And be like, remember what you did. (laughs) (laughs) You whisper in his ear. Say goodbye. This, this is the last thing you'll ever. This is further rolling me in the rug, you son of a butthole. That's what I used to call him as a butthole. P U T T H O L A. Rude. Very rude. <laughs> Nick, I'm on your side with this one. I, don't think. <laughs> I think she was the aggressor here. It's possible. But I, my grandma always recalls, which you probably heard this story because it's one of her favorites to tell, where Nick and I were left alone. Like my parents went out to dinner and my grandparents just lived next door. And they knew that my, and we were old enough to like take care of ourselves or whatever. And um, I called my grandma and I was like, he's going to kill me. Remember? She's told you that story. He's yeah. got to kill me. He's got to, where are you, sis? And I, I think I was hiding in the pantry or the bathroom. I don't even know. But I was so scared that Nick was going to kill me. So they came down. I was in a closet or something hiding. It's a good spot. Safe. <laughs> you know, don't overdo it. Don't, don't do too much of the hair pulling because you're smaller. That's why you got to run fast. That's what made me so fast. So fast. I'm like a whippet. Okay. Moving on to our next letter. Yes. 
Are we ready? I'm ready. This is from Christina. Hi, Christina. Hello. It says, it's entitled 90s Board Games, 90s, which okay. I would argue is like one of the best eras of board games. Sorry, my nose. Is they got advanced in the mm-hmm. 90s. I got the pod nose. I was not into board games then, but no, they, see, I was because there was, was an like, explosion, I think, yeah. of uh, or a resurgence or a, a recommitment to the board game. I just continued interest. Right? Yeah, but they started producing a lot of them. For a while, it was stagnant. It was like Parker Brothers, 1970s. Uh, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. And then in the 1980s came along a Canadian board game that swept the world. What Canadian board game? Trivial Pursuit. Why and do they, you guys always know what came from Canada? That's, it was a big deal. We talked about this on an earlier episode of the I, podcast, I but Trivial Pursuit. I'm sorry. My nose is itching like crazy. Oh, really? I'm fighting it. What's making your nose itchy? It's the pod and casting. No, it's because we have so much stuff floating around the air. No, with the, it's just, it's when I talk close to this. Do you think I it's even, static electricity? I think it's the reverberation of my voice into that that I feel it. I get it too. It, happened it on, makes my nose itchy yeah, when I'm. It happened next. on Christina's podcast, and somebody left a comment saying uh, something about like Katie's snorking something is like so cringe, and I told them, "Fuck off." Oh, I'm just kidding. I didn't. I I said, "Why are you looking at comments, Katie? Don't be stupid." Uh-huh. And then I gave it a like. Told Christina. That was it. <laughs> It actually didn't hurt my feelings at all. I was like, it's called pod nose. And if you knew me at all, you'd know that's what it is. And also fuck you. Okay. But anyway, board games. You're talking about board games. Yeah. yeah. Trivial Pursuit by Canadian. You're so oh, proud. I thought you were, I thought you were reading that. Oh, I can. Yep. I thought you were telling a story. No, no. I'm just my saying. My nose just kept itching and I felt like I was. Trivial Pursuit it. was so big that they made all these derivatives like Trivial Pursuit in the Kitchen, you know, it was just like kitchen based ones. I don't remember no, I'm just this kidding. at all. But there was, there were so many different versions. Oh, just I don't like remember. Monopoly. Like they're. There's 17 million different monopolies. Oh, so it's the like same Mickey board. version. I guess I just didn't even. I never. We had regular Trivial Pursuit and regular Monopoly. What Monopoly. little uh, piece were you in Monopoly? The car. Yeah, the car was the the, the, the obvious car. choice. What was the second best? Top Probably hat. the horse. Oh. The thimble was like, what are you doing? What are you, you're making bad choices with I your like life. I like the top hat. Thimble's cute. I like a thimble. It made no sense. Well, you're gonna you're gonna race around a board because it's clearly like distance that you have to travel what, what, what drives a thimble nothing but you're picking a up. horse you can gallop yep, they're a inanimate car. objects in general yeah so. but a thimble what does it represent nothing i don't even know what this a safety thimble. susan it was like a darn to put around your finger so you don't poke it with a needle right is That's that what a thimble, thimble is that is a thimble okay it's not a small cup that you drink out of no shot glass for like no. uh, it's got the dimples little, it's got the dimples in it yeah it's a thimble oh, okay okay Back into the, the email. Sean you sure has it's lots. not a Lilliputian shot glass? What's Lilliputian? Uh, small people from um, the book by, mm. is it Jonathan Swift? No. You know, it's, it's um, is it James and the Giant Peach? No. Hmm. Oh, someone out there is yelling. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a character. Okay, Google, who are the Lilliputians? According to Wikipedia, like, Lilliput and Blefuscu are two fictional island nations that appear in the first part of the 1726 novel Gulliver's Travels by Jonathan Swift. The two islands are neighbors in the South Indian Ocean, separated by a channel 800 yards wide. Okay, Google, thank you. Jonathan Swift. You I have a correct. Jonathan Swift quote that I was going to read today. Um, maybe I'll read it afterwards, though. Okay. However, Gulliver's Travel, you know my love of Ted Danson, right? Mm-hmm. 
they do a Gulliver <laughs> Gulliver's <laughs> travel or uh -huh. travels. I don't know. Gulliver's travels. Travel. And he does more than one, so it's travels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ted Danson, I think, is Gulliver. And no boy, idea. oh boy, it's great when they when they capture him, the Lilliputians, and mm -hmm. they tie him down. <laughs> he's like a full grown, but it takes all of them to tie him down. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like I remember that. Yeah, but Ted Danson, he's great. Anyways. He is great. Okay, back to Christina's letter. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Christina. It says, hey, Katie, Sean, and Roxy. Hey, Christina. Listening to OTDM number 78 with talk about board games and other games. Growing up, I remember playing Mall Madness. Oh my God, me too. Mall Madness? Yes. That definitely would be an 80s, 90s board game for sure. But yeah. I don't know this one. Oh, um, oh my God, I remember these two. You have two. to take an escalator so, up to the second floor. No, but you have to get certain items. Let me see. I'd have to read because it's been like obviously forever. Um, so what the actual like rules are and everything. Yeah. But Mall Madness. <laughs> Oh my God. I remember that. That's the, the cover that I had. Mall mm -hmm. Madness. It looks like Monopoly. And kind of a square. And um, so ready, set, shop. Ah. The Mall Madness board game is a fun shopping game for kids. Players choose to play as Gwen, Sage, Avery, or Dax, and they use their ATM card and cash to buy items on their shopping list. The electronic unit. Now it's, it just sounds so bad now that I read it. The electronic unit directs players. It was very like new agey at the right. time. Had a little electronics. Yeah. It directs players to the next move where the sales are. So you can get more for your money, right? Last minute markdowns and more. And kids will love the realistic sound effects when they make a purchase. Like This sounds like capitalistic indoctrination <laughs> to me, Stacy. It, it totally does. But it was awesome. And it was released in 1988. Uh, yep. It's like and Stranger it's, Things. It's Milton Bradley. Know. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, oh my God, I remember that. And then also, and I'm going to have to pull up this other one because I played this one too, Christina. Okay, so, um, so Mall Madness, and it's not really a board game, but you may also remember Girl Talk. Oh my God, yes. Oh my God, I do. And it was, um, hold on, board game. Okay, so here's, so Girl, yes. Oh my God, even the, oh my God. Is that, per, are they purses talking to each other? It's. I don't even know. I think that's a purse. Yeah. yeah but I don't think the purses are talking to each other. What about that one? Sunglasses, lips. It's just, it's oh, like it's pins. It's like you've got decoration yeah. on it. So then um, let's see if I can read what it is. Okay. Girl Talk is a board game sold in 1988. The game was invented by Catherine Rondeau. Rondo. It was a popular staple game for teenage girls through the 1990s and similar to the parlor game Truth or Dare. Girl Talk was... Uh, one of a rash teenage girl themed games that appeared in the market in the 1980s. And it comes with a spinner with a hole in it and multiple exchangeable cardboard circles, which can be placed in the spinner or a dare. So when it lands on it, you got to do it. Each action or question is worth a certain number of points. If a player doesn't perform the action or answer a question, they must wear a zit sticker for the rest of the game. Hey, teenage, it's hard, you know? Players must use their points uh, to buy one of four kinds of fortune cards, and the first to collect one of all four types is the winner. I played that as a kid. Never heard of this game. <laughs> okay. Oh, the 90s. Okay. Those are the two that stand out in my memory. Oh, my God. I hadn't even thought of those, and then seeing the front covers, I was like, yes. Seven up. Remember heads up seven up? Okay. Seven up was played in school. I don't like hide and seek. I'm always the one that has to pee. <laughs> There's always one. Yep. 
One of my girlfriends was always that one too. I want to say it was Sally, Sally Loosely. Okay. Oh, the good days before all the chaos of life that uh, that causes PTSD and BPD. I know, right? My girls and I have played things like Scrabble, Hi-Ho Cheerio. I loved Hi-Ho Cheerio. I know Scrabble. You don't remember Hi-Ho Cheerio? No. And Candyland. Oh, yeah, I know Candyland. That was a big one. Hi-Ho Cheerio was actually one of my favorites. Um, I feel like I got to show you because, oh, even the cover. Oh, my God. It just like is my childhood. Never seen that. Oh my god! I feel like we should it order like cabbage these patch kids or garbage pail kids. So it's a children's game in which primary primarily teaches turn taking and counting because you have to have your cherries, the right number of cherries. Okay. You don't want to get so. A play, if I remember correctly, you don't want to get too many. But player spins a central spinner, which dictates winning or losing cherries. The winner is the first player to get ten cherries in their bucket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The game was updated in two thousand seven. Oh, pff, don't update it. It was good as it was. <laughs> I loved Hi-Ho Cheerio. Oh my God. I, it's just so, it just blows my mind because I forget. Like, and then you look at things, you're like, oh, you're taken back. I would definitely play with that. Okay. So, um, and also played this as a kid, Candyland. Now they'd rather play video games. Insert eye roll emoji. I know. I That's like, uh, I was talking to another member of our community who was um, looking at the Hooked on Phonics, which forever when I was a kid was a way that people who struggled with reading or needed a little extra tutoring could order. I could order. use a little Hooked on Phonics these days. A remedial. Well, it te- teaches you basic grammar and language and stuff right. like that. And like sometimes you need a, a refresher. And so you could get it for different age groups and whatever you're trying to learn or trying to improve. And it was like flashcards and little workbooks and things. And she went looking for it and she was like, Katie, it's an app now. I was like, of course it is. And I get it, but I don't because I would, I feel like children don't need more screen time. They need less screen time. So let's not, like they should allow you to pay a different amount. Like, okay, it's, you know, $30 a month for the app or you can pay like $100 for the paper thing. You know what I mean? Right. But I think people would choose the the app because it's cheaper. But it's $30 a month. I don't know. I'm down. I don't know what it was. I'm just making things up. Oh, I see. But I'm just saying like, I'd rather just get the real deal. The real McCoy. Okay. Says, hope you're doing well. Uh, Katie, when you reply on IG, it makes my day. Like I'm a kid seeing someone famous. (laughs) LOL. Not sure. But I think I can imagine being your friend because I need some friends. LOL. (laughs) That's totally okay. We all need friends. I can't wait for the book tour and hope, um, hope I can afford it. Have a good week. Tina from Delaware. 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 Um, yeah, I hope I, I'm able. I was talking on Patreon, letting people know that uh, that I want. I'm going to do a tour. I think we talked about it a little bit last time, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. So anyway, this whole COVID thing blows over. It's not really blown over. This is Christy got her book. Ah, cool, cool. And she cool. sent Iard. Oh, and her book plate. She put it in. Got a book plate. Hey, hey. Love to see it. Love that face. North North Florida. Mm-hmm. Yes. North Florida correspondent. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, nor- I, is it, I don't know if it's North. Is it North Florida or East Florida? Northeast Florida. I don't know. Florida Chris, Christy, we're, we'll have to look at one of her letters. Is that, is that where Alabama butts into Florida? Northeast? Northwest. West. Mm. Mm-hmm. My geography is so poor when it comes to some of the states, how they touch each other. Just like I didn't know that Austria and Hungary were butted up against each other. But, you know. I mean, the thing about the states is if I was given a map with all oh the empty borders of them, I could fill them in. Really? But I couldn't off the top of my head tell you which one runs into one another. Because process of elimination, and I know the shapes of some of them. Like Louisiana is a boot. Do you know what I mean? No, oh, I thought Italy was a boot. Are they? Canadians say a boot. <gasps> so many a boots. <laughs> Next letter. 
Next letter. Okay. And then Amber, we got a letter. She is just sharing a video of help to help us potty train Roxy and thought it would be interested. So thank you so, so very much. We will check it out. That is just really, really helpful. Okay. Okay. Now, moving on. She's pretty much potty trained. Uh, at, I mean. The only thing that she's not is when she gets excited. Yeah. She'll piddle a little bit, which she is She still piddles. Yeah. All the rest, she's pretty good. Yeah. The thing that I worry about is it, I always have to pay attention to her. And if she starts acting funny, I just say, do you want to go out? And then she hits the bell and she'll go out. But I don't know. The true test is if we didn't prompt the taking her out, would she hit the bell? and not pee in the house do you know what i mean yeah i don't think she would but that's just me i mean she i don't seems think she to, would either she doesn't I don't think she wants to plus pee in we're, the house. we're we don't leave her inside she goes outside and hangs out for like hours at a time yes like, she I'll loves go to go outside and play with her for 45 minutes throw the and ball then i'll do the same yeah. she gets excited when she runs around she does her business and mm -hmm. you know so i'm just saying like if if we ignored her oh yeah but we would never do that no, but sometimes, you know, if you get busy in your day oh, and stuff, right. is she fully potty trained? Oh, that's, that's a fully that's a potty question. trained dog. Would she let us know? Mm. Like, Because that's what my mom even said. She's like, does she know how to let you know when she needs to go? I think so. She hits the doorbell. She does. She hits it for a lot of reasons, but one of them being she has to go to the bathroom. Also, she'll pee next to you and let you know that she has to pee. <laughs> one time you were playing with her and I was like, I think she might need to go out. And then you kept playing and then she peed on her little pad, which tells me that she doesn't want to pee inside. She just doesn't know how yeah. to stop playing right because she's a pupper but um it was so funny yesterday she so we have the fire pit that she dug into so of course we have wood out there oh which reminds me we need to go get propane and wood for adam and lauren anyway so there's a there's a, a whole bunch of cut up firewood out there and she got this log imagine a full round log cut into fours she had a fourth of one no she had half of one a little wedge it, it was uh oh you're right it 180 was like, degrees of a yeah it was like round and then flat you're right yeah so anyway she could get her mouth around the like kind of the pointed part that's half bark half other and when she realized she could pick it up and she could run with it man was her she neck excited. is so strong her neck is she was running strong. with a log that was a half of a log it's like her size of her body yeah <laughs> but she was running like like zoomies she was so excited i saw her head out once she got it so she's playing with it and she brought it into one part of the yard and then i saw her get excited because she had it all the way picked up i think she realized she could run with it and then she ran over so we have like an a, um a deck outside that like links up a couple of the yards so she ran from one over the deck into the front yard and then she zoom 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 and then she threw it on the ground and then she pretended like it was moving, running from her. So she like flopped herself over and then bit on it again and then picked it up and zoom, zoom, zoom. It was these funny circles. I watched it for like five minutes. I was like, wow. Also, I was glad I didn't have to run her because it's, it's a workout. It's a lot of work keeping a puppy happy. Okay. This is from Christina. We ready? Okay. Hello. It's, it's entitled College Stories, Accidents, and More. Okay. I'm intrigued. Tell us more. It says hi sean katie and the otdm community hello hello hope y'all are doing well some of these stories are things that you've asked for in previous episodes i am excited and some are just things that i thought of when listening to the otdm pod speaking of which the other day i was coming out of my p.o box if you guys don't know i have a p.o box here in austin and we've talked about how there's the disc golf yes. that happens next to it and almost every time i go to pick up stuff now there's people there disc golfing and this one guy, so I was waiting because there's kind of traffic, there's like a traffic light. Matthew McConaughey. I was stopped. And man, did he fling it far. 
I was like, holy shit. Anyway, those are just things we've talked about on previous OGDM pods. But to get into our first subject, college stories. Yes. And this one is entitled Taxes and Student uh, student Status. Oh. I think I mentioned this in a previous letter, but I took my bachelor's in the States, class of 2018. Whoop, whoop. Although I visited family quite frequently during summers and such, it was still quite an adjustment living there for a semester at a time. Oh, I'm sure. Even moving out of state, I got so homesick. It was, it's interesting, especially now because I've lived away from home for so long, I don't get homesick. Well, I I still do get a little homesick, but not in the way that I used to. Like, I used to be really hard to be away at the beginning. I don't know. It's, It's interesting. Even though you're like an adult and you're supposed to be away, it's like you still want your family there. I don't know. I mean, I guess if your family sucks, uh, you know, balls, you don't want them around either. But I just was homesick. Yeah. And when it would rain in Washington when, or in California, which it used to, imagine that, I would get even more homesick. And I'd call my mom and be like, oh, I want to go Okay. The first thing to get used to, taxes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They seriously ought to teach a class on how to do taxes, right? One of my favorite memes of all time, or not memes, it's like a little video, I think, on Instagram that came across, uh, you know, my feed at one point or another. It said only in the States. And then it or it said no one. And then it said the U.S. And it's like, so you owe us money. Me. Well, how much do I owe you? The U.S. I'm not going to tell you. I want you to guess. Me. Well, what if I guess wrong? I don't really know how to do this. The U.S. Then we're going to take everything you own. <laughs> then you're in trouble. and We're going to fine you or something like that. I, I mean, like, they... Taxes are universal. Everywhere you are in the world, some asshole is trying to put their hands in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Without consent, I might I, add. I, I agree that in order to to live somewhere, you have to put money into the kitty so that you're, you know, if you can well, afford it. We use it, the services. Like if we call the police, I'd hope yes, they show up. Right? It, it's important to have taxes. You can't abolish it. Mm-hmm. But with that said, I think we could reform things. It's so horrible now. If you... Like I've why tried, is it so complicated and why can rich people hide money better than us? The tax code is such a fucking joke. It's so poorly written mm-hmm. for the majority of the population that we can't even make heads. I mean, you can try to or you can you can be someone who's like, oh, I know what I'm doing. You don't. Well, no, you, don't, even, you don't. You don't. I've had people in my life. I won't name anybody because who knows if they want anybody to say anything, but like who accidentally just checked the wrong box Heck and yeah. then got audited and owed like thousands of dollars. And they're like, fuck, man, like. Well, Are you serious? Yeah, you it, know? it's it needs to be fixed. the The tax code is broken here mm-hmm. in the United States. I don't know yeah. about other countries. I think it's the same thing everywhere. But neither yeah. here nor there. Taxes. So, oh, this cool. is kind of cool though. It says yeah. we had so taxes and need a class on how to do your taxes. I agree. They should teach children. I think we should all be taught in school like budgeting and balancing accounts. And also, taxes. stop changing the tax law every year. I know it's so weird. Uh, now that we work with an accountant because we didn't know how, how to do our taxes we were in properly. Over our head. Yeah. yeah, we didn't understand. And it was we just had to pay so a complicated. Lot of taxes that first year. Right. And <laughs> so, but the accountant told us, and I had no idea this goes on, is that every year they you know, you think that they've got time off or that they're they're not as busy as towards tax season. Mm-hmm. Yet she said, Oh, they spend months taking yeah. courses to understand the updates to the tax law every year. I'm like what I know why sh- every year because Trump did a bunch of things and she had to take 
classes in and then biden changed a bunch of things different and so she had to take more classes and i was like oh my and god now they need they're to talking stop about doing that the 600 dollars, anything that was a transaction of more than 600 dollars. i think they said no to that now right well yeah once people were up in arms like oh my god anyway it's, it's just gonna be a lot okay so let's continue yeah, with her letter sorry. said we had a quote-unquote first year seminar that was supposed to help us get adjusted to college life but it was honestly useless those things are always useless people i feel like the people who need to put those together are people who've actually been through it instead of people who haven't done those kinds of things, putting it together, which is usually how it works. It definitely would have been more helpful to have a class on how to do taxes, how to budget, how to write resumes and cover letters, etc. I agree 100%. In Norway, they simply send you a form that has all your information filled out automatically. And all we have to do is to check that everything is correct. Hmm. That makes sense. The Norwegians know how it's done, man. If you need help, you can call the local tax office to ask questions about whatever you're unsure of. And that's that. In the States, the first thing I had to figure out was which form to fill out. Why are there so many? W-2, W-4, 10, uh, 1099, uh, W-9. Um, there's a lot of forms. Yeah, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Oh, there's all sorts of them if you run mm -hmm. your own payroll and things like that, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I tried to ask people within college, but they couldn't help me. So I went online to do research and I found myself on the IRS website. I apologize. Like we were just saying Welcome earlier. Welcome to Windows 95, said I Clippy. Know. Never update. And they always have like way too many drop downs and just so much going on on the screen. And it looks terrible. The UX on any government run website is horrible. The only exception I will have to say with 80% like I'm 80% agreeing with this is that the USPS website is better than it oh. used to be. It's gotten better in the past like two years. As someone who used to ship a lot of things, I appreciate that. Okay. So she was on the IRS website and it filled out a questionnaire that was supposed to help me figure out which form I needed to fill out. Not helpful because I wasn't even sure some of the answers and I didn't, I really didn't want to be fined or jailed for filling out the wrong form. Take box <laughs> six, if applicable and multiply it by box 35 on page three C. I know. If and when the status is changed, you should indicate on form 3B and that's an addendum. Well, then now, there was this box, there's like boxes you can check where yeah. it's like, if this doesn't, this part doesn't apply to you, check here. And you're like, how do I know if that doesn't apply to me? And then there was this, I remember I got like some tax credit for a couple of years because I had massive student loans. And then I didn't realize, but my, I did it through, before we had an accountant, I did it through H&R Block Turbo, or something oh, like that, TurboTax, yeah. something like that. And they were like, since your student loans are no longer whatever amount, you can no longer do this thing. And I was like, why doesn't it say that in the checkbox? Like if it hadn't flagged that for me, I could have gotten audited. You got to get a magic eight ball for your taxes. I know, you know? not likely. Unsure. Stay up all night. It would just say just unsure. Try again. Yeah. My sources say. <laughs> sources say. Okay. It says, so I called the IRS. Okay. I wonder how that went. Took me a whole hour and a half to get to talk with an actual person. And then it was Delta. There were, I know, and then they're like, try again tomorrow. Amazing. There were menu options and speech commands, but it felt like going in circles for an eternity. And when I finally talked with a real life person, they asked me some general questions and then they seemed totally confused when I said that I was a US citizen with permanent residence in Norway. But that shouldn't be. That, that's pretty that's standard, pretty, really. pretty standard. They wanted me to answer questions from a questionnaire. And when I told them that I'd already answered the questionnaire, they insisted that I needed to go through it again with them i didn't know whether to laugh or cry when they asked me is the person you're filing for deceased are are we are we on the phone <laughs> do you were hear, you talking to a paper clip do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth 
It says, note, one of the first things that I said was that I was trying to file taxes for myself. After much questioning, I was no further than I was before the phone call. Next, I tried to call the international branch. I can't really remember the term for it, but it was something like that. After about an hour of scrolling through menu options and such, I finally got a hold of an actual person. Their response? I'm sorry, this branch no longer exists. <laughs> Wait, but you answered the phone. Welcome to government waste. Not sure if it was more of a grind, if this is more of a grinds my gears story or not, but needless to say, I have dreaded tax season every year since. I suppose the silver lining to this is that I definitely, or I did finally figure out which form to actually fill out. And I was very thankful for that. Yeah. Understandably so. Because sometimes I'm not, and this is like in the past when I made no money. So there's, it's like, there was nothing at stake really. If I didn't understand something, I was like, guess it doesn't apply to me. Can't get blood from a stone. If I can't make sense of this, guess it doesn't apply to me. Right. You know, good luck finding me IRS. And over, when you audit me, you're just going to waste years your time. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good luck getting more money out of my $22,000 they make every year. Yeah. Can fuck right off. Okay. The second thing to figure out was whether I was an international student or a domestic student. Well, you'd be domestic, but permanent resident in Norway. Wouldn't that be right? Because she's a U.S. citizen. Only if... A applicable and then check the box and then go to section <laughs> Six c3a oh my god remember i said that the person from the irs was confused when i said i was a u.s citizen with permanent residence in norway well it turns out that many people get confused by this in the college i was attending it seemed to be very important to note whether one was an international or a domestic student living in norway i was included in international orientation but i would think you'd be domestic because because you're a citizen but She's a citizen of the United States, mm -hmm. but she's living. Yeah, she's just in a permanent. It's like you country. with your green card. Right. Aren't you a citizen of Canada, but you have a permanent residence? Yes, in the I States? have residency here in the mm -hmm. United States. I claim America. America. And rules regarding allowances to stay on campus due to times of plane departures and such applied to me. However, being a U.S. citizen meant that I was also a domestic student. While to me this seemed to be very a very gray area, the situation was presented to me as being black and white. On forums, they would only have two options, domestic or international. And I would always have to talk to a member of the staff or a faculty member to ask which one I should tick with for this situation. <laughs> to add to these joys, I was initially included on the international students mailing list. However, someone must have seen my citizenship and decided that I no longer needed information about transportation to the airport or storage because I stopped receiving these emails. When I went to Global Ed, who was responsible for sending these emails to ask to be put back on that mailing list, it was not as simple as I had thought. <laughs> Bureaucracy is so fucking frustrating. That's what I would call this, don't you think? Yes. I first talked with a student working in reception, who then referred me to a person on staff, who then referred me to the department head. I explained my situation to him, stating my citizenship and my resident situation. But it seems that I wasn't clear enough. Here's a brief script of the exchange once I was done explaining why I wanted to be put back on the mailing list. Note, Logan refers to Logan International Airport in Boston, Massachusetts. Global Ed. So, uh, you're a Norwegian citizen? Me. No. I'm a U.S. citizen, but I do have permanent residence in Norway, so it'd be helpful to receive information about transportation to Logan. Global Ed. So, you live in the States? me no i live in norway you idiot i ad lib that part global ed so you're a norwegian citizen <laughs> me no i just live there global ed so you're a domestic student 
I shall stop there because this line of questioning went on for about an hour before he finally conceded to adding me to the international student mailing list. Why not just fucking add you to the list? Who cares? Reluctantly so, though, I must add. Now, after all this fuss, it took Global Ed two years after I graduated to realize that I no longer attended the college that I could could be removed from that mailing list. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Moving on. Okay. New subject. How to stay awake for class. Yes. According to my neurobiology professor. This can be very helpful. We've been very tired lately. I'm okay. I get up at 730. I sit right up. I was up even, you know, my I get adjusted pretty quickly because we've been getting up early for mm-hmm. a little bit now. But now I'm conditioned to get up right around 720, which is nice. He just likes to take a nap around mm, 3 o'clock. <laughs> right around 730. I need another nap, right? No, he gets up. You do get up really quickly. Yeah. And I, I this appreciate morning that. I was out of bed but then he gets tired but the funny part was i came back into the bedroom and you're like where are you coming from oh did i say where are you coming from? <laughs> yeah it's like uh the other room and then your alarm went off oh and then you woke up which yeah. was funny because i don't think you well i, I guess you don't awake. remember don't where remember. are you coming from <laughs> i don't know over there <laughs> why are you what's happening yeah. okay so we've been i've been tired because i need nine to ten hours of sleep a night i think i think i'm good with seven he says that and he needs a nap at three o'clock so Depends on how much running around I do with the dog. She tuckers me out. One has nothing to do with the other. Okay. <laughs> I think in a previous episode, so remember how to stay awake for class. Mm-hmm. I think in a previous episode, you talked about staying awake, coffee, or something along those lines, which prompted me to note down this story. As an undergraduate student, I was double majoring in music and biology and was also pre-med. Wow, look at you. Needless to say, I was rather tired for four years. <laughs> and I think I must have gotten an average of four hours of sleep oh, per night. Holy shit balls. Especially like that time in my life, I needed so much sleep. I would nap. I could nap for like 30 minutes. I could go to sleep so quick. Like when I had 8 a.m. speech class, Veronica and I would come back. We'd like drink some yogurt like the drinkable yogurty stuff like Yop. The, yeah like the kefir stuff or whatever and we'd, we'd have it on the way up to class and then we would drink water and oranges when we got back brush our teeth and lay in bed and i would sleep for like 30 minutes before my next class i'd like hurry to Gotta get back the so brain. i could sleep i'd be like 8 a.m is too early okay so she was tired yep one semester i was taking a course on neurobiology which which was a pro which was a primarily, primarily, family, a primarily research-based course. We started out by splitting into groups according to the neurodegenerative, neurodegenerative disease that we wanted to study. These are the options. Alzheimer's, Huntington's, or Parkinson's. And a lot of those are related, right? I, um, I think that they uh, are considerate. I could be wrong. Well, they're neurodegenerative, so maybe. Uh, Huntington's and Parkinson's. I think that they believe if they, there's like a, nah, I could be wrong here, but there's like he one. He has so much information here. He hasn't got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think there. I think there's a. There's like a golden key. These are connect. You unlock one <laughs> and then all the others uh, get in line. I, you know what I mean? I think that they're, <laughs> geez, I don't know anything. If a gene gets turned on, because then you think it, it can. Hey, I'm Gene and I'm turned on. <laughs> Uh, get away creep nice mustache gene oh my god we saw we saw police officer this morning because there was an accident oh buddy was oh he had that horrible like thin little mustache like his mustache was so bad that the other cops were making fun of his mustache but it looked like it looked like the just like the quintessential uh 
if you've creeper ever, mustache. If you've ever seen Reno 911, yes, he was like mustache. the dude from Reno 911 and he was directing traffic. He and was like, I appreciate him doing his job. But, oh, totally. You know, but he couldn't, he couldn't have looked, I mean. He was real excited about his job. He looked ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. And as we drove by, I like waved like, thank you. And then I was like, God, that guy's mustache is insane. Okay. So she got four hours of sleep a night. And okay. Sean has a lot of information he wants to share about Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Unfortunately, and this, I'm not getting this, enough sleep. Uh, and so this, therefore, mm, I think I'm bringing uh, on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll learn more. I don't know. Okay. So Alzheimer's, Huntington's, or Parkinson's. Right. I chose Alzheimer's. Then within these groups, we split up according to what exactly we wanted to study. Mm. And there was a compound called resveratrol, which we take. Resveratrol. Resveratrol. Yeah, I'm saying it wrong. I'm saying it weird. Which You're is saying found it backwards. Reversatrol. Resveratrol. Resverse right out of this. No, resveratrol, which um, we take. And I also take Balance of Nature, which has it too, because resveratrol is found in the skins of fruit and is most commonly known to be in red wine well then i'm good we're good to go resveratrol has been shown to be a neuroprotective compound and there were a few of us who were interested in investigating the effects of resveratrol on different cells there's been a lot of research about this yeah dr david sinclair is the first person i saw but you know what mm -hmm. my grandmother she told me about this in the early 90s late 80s She'd been listening to a doctor on CJAD, I think radio in Montreal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that doctor was, he was kind of ahead of his time. And he was, he was talking about uh, resveratrol mm -hmm. back in the day. So or if he wasn't it. talking about resveratrol, he was talking about uh, tannins in grape yeah. juice and red wine. And, and why it's good for you and blah, blah. Yeah. And it has something to do with sirtuins and cert, cert two, I believe, and how the cell regenerates mm -hmm. like, because a, a cell has a natural cycle, right? Otherwise, mm -hmm. if it doesn't, if a cell doesn't end, it it keeps growing, right? So that would be cancer. Mm. So you want a cell to, and I could be wrong here, guys, but you want a cell to to have a natural life. You want to have a natural life, right? The cell, you don't want to have it continue to grow. I don't know. But if you can okay. get to turn back the clock. Mm -hmm. If I could turn back time. <laughs> if Cher was in there singing, drinking red wine, there's Versatrol brought to you by Cher. Mm. If I could turn back time, da, 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 da. I give it all oh. to you. Da, 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 what was she thinking? You know what's funny is you always take back those words. I thought those people were so you? old when I was younger. Oh my God. Like I the know. traveling Wilburys and Cher. I thought they were all like 70 years old when those Who are songs the came out. Traveling Wilburys. I thought they were old. Turns out they're. They're younger than I am now. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh my God, Bob well, Dylan when, was young then. Th when you, there's this line. And Cher too, she was wearing that skimpy outfit, like mm -hmm. the fishnet stockings with the V-net weird thing underneath. And she's she's straddling a giant gun in an aircraft carrier. I'm like, what is this woman doing? She's so old, put some clothes on. And she's so young. She's, she's such a sex symbol. She's like yeah. 40 years old at the time, you know? Maybe, But, yeah. but to a, a 14 year old, like my God, you're like Jesus have Christ. Some you're shame. like my mom's age. <laughs> it's so. If I could turn back time, put some clothes on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, it's so funny. There's this line in Strawberry Wine by Deanna Carter where she says, uh, "When thirty was old." Oh, right. And that's just what it is. You know. Now she's I'm like, like come 16. on. <laughs> Forty-six isn't that old, kids? It, hey, my dudes, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> there, there's this guy I follow on TikTok. Is like for thirty somethings. Yeah. 
he's like I'm reporting to you live here are some things that us gen xers need to know about what's going on in the world and he like updates us on like you know we no longer use the laughy emoji now we use the skull like it's like to stay oh. hip kind of thing and the comments always kill me because people leave like one of the comments that made me laugh was this lady she's like i just told uh my daughter that her outfit slapped so i think i'm good for like six more weeks i don't have to say anything that's cool <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that one that, i don't either but you know what i mean yeah, like you're using common parlance that kids are using yeah it keeps you hip yeah want to stay hip i think that's even older now. that's very old <laughs> okay. you know what i'm talking about yes okay so okay however others in this group so resveratrol remember where we came from earlier but we got way off topic so the effects of it on different cells. However, others in this group decided that they were interested in other things because our professor already ordered the compound. And I was left to investigate this on my own. In this class, we learned primary tissue culture, which meant that we learned how to culture neural and glial cells from the central nervous system of a chick embryo. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they are, they're culturing neural cells and glial cells, which is, is kind how of How cool. do you culture them? Do you make them listen to classical music? Uh, yeah, they need to be aged. They need to, you know, see a couple musicals and some finishing some school. Yep. I mean, which utensils do go I go to a liberal yeah. arts college? Right. Okay. Right. We were meant to use these cells in our research, which meant in order to oh, which in order to obtain data, we have learned fluorescence imaging, which involves a lot of microscope work. Having at least a partner, if not a group, definitely helps speed up this process. But since I was by myself, I had to collect the data alone. Mm. On the day of data collection, I didn't get out of class until 6 p.m. I had to head straight to the lab after that to start preparing slides and to take images using the microscope. Yeah, because you had to go through all of them. Oh my God. It was, I was in the lab until 3 a.m. because it took time for me to prepare the slides, then to image them as there was a cue for the microscope. We had neurobiology lecture in the morning and I accidentally kept dozing off during the lecture because I was so tired. I was hoping the professor didn't notice, but he did and had a talk with me after class. I don't remember exactly what he said, of course, because you're tired, um, but he was very angry or upset. Oh, but he wasn't angry or upset. My correction. I explained that I was tired because I didn't get enough sleep and he suggested coffee. After explaining that coffee makes me fall asleep faster, he then told me a little story of how he was in college and he found that taking some type of caffeine pill, I can't remember the name, mm. helped keep him helped him stay fresh for up to 48 hours and that maybe that would be a solution for me. That's a dangerous caffeine pill. I was a bit shocked, yeah, me too, to hear that a professor was re recommending this as a solution. So I just apologized again and said that I had to get to my next class. Yep, a caffeine pusher. Pill. Yeah, I was thinking resveratrol was going to be our saving grace, but I don't think that's the story. I think that's the story. Mm. As a side note, this class turned out to be, or um, turned out that I enjoyed research and was one of the reasons why I decided that I wanted to write my master's thesis on neurodegenerative disease, on a neurodegenerative disease, Parkinson's. Oh, so not, not Alzheimer's. Parkinson's is interesting. I find all facets of biology to be quite fascinating, especially as I'm getting older. You're like, mm -hmm. why, why, why does it do like this now? You know, yeah. like aging is, aging it's so is interesting. interesting. Yeah. There was a guy I went to college with, I think his name was Ross. He had park early onset Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. We were like 20. Oh, wow. It was crazy. And it like ran through his family. I was like, when I heard that, cause Owen, his, one of his roommates was a, I don't know how I ended up. They were like at a party somewhere. And I don't even know how we got on that topic. It's been too long ago, mm -hmm. but I was like early onset, like we're too young. We're too young. 
Yeah. But, you know, there's early onset Alzheimer's too. That could happen. I mean, I've heard of it happening in like 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your body Crazy. can turn on you at any yeah, moment. So you got to enjoy uh, every moment. Okay, moving on to another subject. So that's really interesting. Sure. And I cannot believe that your professor uh, said that you should take some caffeine pills. I hope you didn't do that. The I don't know. What I the, mean, caffeine's not bad for you. Uh, it well, just no, depends on everything how in moderation. much and what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Caffeine is actually quite the uh, interesting stimulant with your body. You know, it's pretty good. But yeah. what's interesting is I think they most caffeine that we get is synthesized in the like in the lab. It's not More a synth- natural. <laughs> right. It's not a natural source. It's not coming from tea leaves or yeah i mean everybody's trying to find ways to stay awake more maybe we just work too much or we're just doing boring things you know um but i know that there for a while i was seeing caffeine show up everywhere like in gum oh yeah I remember and water ca- yeah caffeine stim gum. water or whatever they called it like i don't remember that it's a little too much sounds a little much but i wouldn't me. be i wouldn't put it past i did society love- to like start not fluoridate fluoridating water but to caffeinate Caffeinate water water. i mean i did as a grad student when you first met me i i loved me some sugar-free red bull remember oh i still like a sure i don't have it anymore unless i'm driving somewhere yeah yeah it's my dad's like radiator fluid and it's delicious yeah i love that stuff i swear i survived grad school off of was it those fiber what was it called not fiber one but it was like a some kind of granola bar that I would buy in these big boxes. Nature's Balance? No. No. Nature Made? No. It's fibers. Fiber Love. Oh. Fiber Love. The banana and the chocolate. So delicious. Anyway, love those bars. And then sugar-free Red Bull and frozen yogurt. At this point, if I can't read the instructions, not the instructions, the um, Ingredient ingredients, I, I'm not into it. That's kind of my my basic rule of thumb. If I look at a product. Unless it's chicken wings, in which case Sean's like damn straight. Chicken and wings. What more is there to know? That's all. Buffalo I mean. sauce, blue cheese dip. Let's not talk about the uh, the sides. I'm just talking about, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, seriously, if you get a box of something <laughs> and you look at the ingredients like phenolutrotrotes. Yeah, what, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. What, what? PC load letter. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Okay, let's move into this next uh, chunk because I think it's very fun. All right. Because it's entitled Accidents. Okay. I don't know why I love accidents. Oh my God. Speaking of other things that I love, you guys know how I love children cussing. Take it up with someone who cares if you don't like that. I don't care. Move on. But somebody tagged me in a video of a child cussing and it was hilarious. Thank you very much. And then the comments, people are just so ridiculous. People are like, I can't believe that she's picked that up at home. You should be disappointed as a parent. I mean, rude. If you don't like it, move on. Don't no need to leave some shitty comment, Patricia or whatever. Fucking move on. Oh, you're talking about people parenting through yes, someone through else's comments. comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, believe that's... she's picking up on that at home. You know, children just mimic everything. You must be a bad parent. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. People oh, like blah, to blah, shame other people. Sign. Oh, yeah. Look at me. Parents. Yeah. Virtue signal virtue by signal. telling you how I'm to like, parent. How about instead shut the fuck up? Okay. Moving on to accidents. But thank you for the person who tagged me in that because I, I enjoyed it very, very much. It was like a little kid that dropped something. I was like, oh, shit. It was so funny. It was so perfect. I loved it compliments to the chef okay accidents in other episodes you ask for bike and car accident stories i'm sorry you guys we ask you for such strange things we go from board games to bike and car accidents living vicariously or maybe it's more general than that but i remember hearing many of these two types of stories yes yeah. you are correct and all correct would you like to hear about a combined bike and car accident story yes if so feel free to read on 
imagine you're excited. You're going to learn how to ride a bike without training wheels. On that day that I was learning, my dad took me to an empty parking lot. He held onto the back of my bike for a few times, and then he thought I had it. He let me go. And then he gets so proud, right? Yeah. I was happy because I was finally riding a bike with no help. I felt like I was floating. That's so true. You do kind of feel that way. I remember that feeling where you're like, amazing. Suddenly, whoosh, whack. I had lost my balance and fell sideways onto the asphalt. It happens. Gravity also decided to claim my bike. And that also fell sideways right on top of me. I was able to stand up and everything. So we walked home. Later, I felt some pain in my side and I thought it might go away, but it continued. So my parents decided to take me to the hospital to get checked out. I'm not sure how old I was, but probably around five or six. I'd guess that much too, yeah, for learning to ride your bike. It turned out- probably younger than that. Probably like four, Mm -hmm. three. I don't know. I was five or six, I think. Okay. When do you start to walk and like actually walk without stumbling, being a toddler? Seven months old. (laughs) What? I don't know. I didn't know you were going to laugh at me. How old are you when you walk? 12 months? Sean has a really, really tough time knowing the ages of children. He just does this, like how tall they are. So a seven-month-old is like, nine months old, they start to make facial expressions and like push themselves up. Okay. Still, when do they start walking? 12 to 14 months? Maybe about a year, year and a half, I start toddling. I'd have to look up. Oh, hence the word toddler. Yeah, so like two to three, they're still toddling away. All right. Um, I think, I when do kids? Ride bikes? Between no. three and five years old. Because you see kids snowboarding at like three. I saw a kid wakeboarding the other day and he was pretty good. Okay, you know? so slowly, at a very young age, your baby strengthens their muscles and will prepare to take their first steps between six to 13 months. So you weren't, but not riding a bike at I mean, like you seven months. Me, Katie publicly i know and i stand by my shame <laughs> you should be ashamed about your baby will shame. crawl between nine and 12 months and they will pull themselves up between eight and 18 they do the the cruising where they pull along oh yeah i like when they go from furniture to furniture mm-hmm. you know, that's like, a cruising so then once they've stick they can pull themselves up then they like shuffle no but i like it when they they go from island to furniture to island to furniture so they 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 push off they take three bad steps kind of sideways forward yeah and they get the to average the other age for babies to start walking is about 12 months i think you're on training wheels like at three to four years old maybe yeah, yeah. makes sense it's just funny seven months <laughs> i picture just this little the baby riding a bicycle the- in a in like all swaddles <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so remember still hurt had to go to the hospital and it turned out yeah she'd bruised her rib oh i'm not sure as to the details of the hospital visit but we were able to drive back home on the way home we had to go through a roundabout and out of nowhere crash a red car came from our left and hit us in the back side of the car or back left side of the car oh i was just at the hospital I, i was sitting on that side and my seat swiveled and i got my shoulder squeezed between my seat and the middle seat oh no kidding i was definitely more scared than hurt but i had a bru i had bruised the rib on the right side and now my right shoulder had gotten squeezed by the two seats the guy that hit us had um decided to continue through the roundabout even though we were in the middle of it going straight through it 
again, I don't remember specifics after that, but never, but ever since I always double check for cars at roundabouts or rotaries when I'm, I am, um, whether I am practice driving or not. I agree. Remember, because she's getting her license at practice driving. Yeah. We had a roundabout at the end of our street in Santa Monica and people did not know how to use it. And I saw a guy. This is the funny thing too about Santa Monica is that there's a guy on a bike who didn't yield at all and just like drove into the roundabout, like all like reckless. And this truck, this guy in a big truck didn't, but did the same. And then the guy in the bike got hit, which is, it's just weird because it's a roundabout. The guy in the bike got hit by the, the bed of the truck, like the back end of the truck and got knocked into the roundabout. And I was like, stupid bicycle. I was going for my walk and I was like, why would you, why would you ride your bicycle into the side of a vehicle? <laughs> Clearly the vehicle is bigger and it's got I the think right it's away. He was into the roundabout already the bike got, and then the truck pulled into it and it hit. You know what I mean? Do you see what I mean? Like the truck was pulling out and the bike was already getting into the roundabout and they collided. Yeah. Well, you're on a bicycle. You should probably, you should probably wait until there's nobody coming. Cause yeah. it's fucking terrifying. That's why I didn't ride my bike anymore. Cause that one lady honked at me after I stopped at the stop and then went, it just takes a while for a bike to get going. And she was like, Mah. I was like, this is not safe. No, I don't know what story you're talking about. When I would ride down to yoga, I'd ride down the side street, like on California. Okay. And I stopped on Lincoln in California, which is like a busy intersection. And so as, as a bike rider, you stop, you put your foot down and you wait, cars go, and then you start going. It just takes you a minute to get going. Well, this oh, lady yeah. like was mad. I don't even know. It's like she didn't think I had the we right. We were making fun of uh, Texans a little while ago <laughs> in the podcast about their driving skills. California also has, people are- People are, need to chill the fuck out. Right. What was my favorite? Hold on. I have I have a video for this and I know that you guys love it because I shared it last week. And it's so true and it's so applicable. Did I get rid of it in the clean out? I might have gotten rid. Oh, nope. So just chill out. You know, drink a seven up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. Sound advice. Yes. Sage advice. Drink a seven up, eat a moon pie. Quit Quit murdering people. people. (laughs) Is that Dr. Phil? No, it's a, a sheriff or a judge or something from a county and I don't even know where. It was just on TikTok and I thought it was funny. It's TikTok famous. I loved it. I saved it. Okay. So be careful about roundabouts. Now, the final section says more. More. Exclamation point. Norwegian words. I hope more Norwegian words. I've been doing a shitty job and I apologize, but it says, I hope you've enjoyed pronouncing the Norwegian words or phrases. Of course I have. And I've sent that I've sent so far. If not, please feel free to skip this section. I've tried to keep them a bit more simple this time. Ah, thank you. Why? Is it because we suck so bad? I think it is. We're going to learn how to crawl in Norwegian first, and then Mm -hmm. we'll learn how to run. So see the PS for the word breakdown pronunciation slash translation. Number one, e-post. I think that's just how you'd say it, right? E-post. 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 You say it like you're Norwegian. Maybe e-post. E-post. E. I think E. Number two, Norsk. 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 Nerp, nerp, nerp. Number three, scat. Scat. That sounds like poop because that's what we call scat. Skickety scat. Number four, legevacht. 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 Without knowing how you use your letters. I know the letters. I don't know. At least in Spanish, I'm like, oh, Y's sound like the, you know. Right, because you have comprehension. Double L. Yeah. Number five, 
Bill Billuki? Bilike? Bilaluki. Balulik. Balulik. I'm sorry for the really long letter, but I hope you've enjoyed these stories That's and Norwegian good. lessons. I'm curious about the science stuff that you had going on there and uh, what you've learned. Did uh -huh, the resveratrol? Yeah, or exactly. Where you're resver at with virtual. Resveratrol. Resverse right out of this. Okay. Yeah. Number one, e post is e post. E, yeah, e okay. Post. Uh, Norsk, number two, is Norwegian, as in the language. Right. Uh -huh. Number three, scat is tax, but also funny, funnily enough, treasure. So Shit tax. But it's scat. I think we said it right, right? Scott. Scott. I wonder if that's what mm -hmm. uh, the, the the first T, two T's together in Norwegian. We're guessing here. What are the rules? What, how do you what use your rules? letters? What are the rules? So the first T, if it's two T's, the first T is an H. <gasps> Scott. <gasps> Scott. Scott. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know. It's possible. Number four. Legavat is lege, vat, legevakt. Okay. Vakt. It's a doctor guard? Like it's a doctor guard, emergency room. Oh, doctor plus guard equals doctor, emergency yeah. room. Okay, interesting. And number five is Bill Yuliki Beal. Beal Ulika. Oh, Beal Ulika. It's a car accident. I was in a Beal uh. Ulika. I would never have gotten that. Thank you so much, Christina. Okay, this Katie, I'm reading a new book, Traumatized, and it's been really helpful in addition to all the content at the AKA podcast. So I just wanted to thank you again for all that you do. Of course, I'm so glad it's helpful. Yay, Katie and Sean. I really appreciate both of the podcasts that you put out each week. The OTDM podcast has been one of the best that has helped me take my mind off of some of the worries in life at the moment. Thank you so much, Christine. That was kind of the point of OTDM is we, we figured it would be a way for Katie just to kind of unwind a little bit, but also for the... Uh, the people who listen to your regular content to also escape a little bit with you. Just, yeah. just have a mellow conversation. Hopefully so, we don't get too crazy with it, but. I don't think we do. And sometimes it's just fun to, to do something silly and goofy. Yeah. Could we read one more email? Cause I accidentally opened it and I don't know how to make it unread. Yeah, sure. Okay. And I only have time for one more. Okay. It's also entitled farts and pee. So <laughs> <laughs> what better way to end it? This from Let's Aaron. end on a serious note. <laughs> says, hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM family. Howdy do. It's Aaron, your awesome Toronto correspondent. Hello, Aaron. Hello, hello. I was laughing so hard when you were talking about Roxy's farts because I can relate to that when my dog Mystic was alive. I remember this one time in particular, I had an L-shaped couch and I would often lay with my head in the corner watching TV. Makes sense. Mystic would often come and lay at the side of the couch facing the TV and I got his butt facing me. All of a sudden, he did the silent but deadly fart right into my face. Yesterday, uh, <laughs> our our dog was came out of her her crate, uh -huh. and she did a downward dog, and Katie was right there, but she did she put her butt right up in Katie's right face, face, and you were so offended. You're like, oh, I don't I know like, what to excuse do. Excuse me oh. for your butt. Thanks for your butthole. Yeah, that's when the dog. That's when you know the dog is comfortable. You know, it just yeah, it's just like excuse me, mom, I'm yeah. stretch out right <laughs> I do here. My downward dog here. I do this here. She down dogs a lot. It's cute. Yeah. A little stretchy stretch. She said, I sat up coughing and waving my hand in my face. He took one sniff of the air and shook himself and looked at me like, how dare you do that to me? <laughs> then ran out of the room like it was me that farted, not him. Oh my God, so funny. I know. Offended by your own fart. Right? That's like corny dog, our dog growing up. He would wake himself up with his farts. He'd be like, and then, what the hell was that? <laughs> earthquake. Everyone run for it. There's an earthquake. <laughs> 
says, you asked about funny sayings that we use, and this story and saying came to mind. My mom used to work at a daycare with the preschool age kids, and one day they were getting ready to go outside, so they took the kids to the bathroom. A couple of the kids said, but I don't have to go. And my mom would say without skipping a beat, but you might have have some sneaky pee. Sneaky pee. <laughs> you got to work with kids, right? Because they'll say, I don't have to go. And then they have to go yeah, like right. five minutes later. They laughed and then went and checked. And sure enough, they did have some sneaky pee. The next day, another child said that they didn't have to go. And before mom could say anything, the child from the day before said, but you might have some sneaky pee. <laughs> and it stuck from then on. They had to check for sneaky pee before they went out. We still use it today many years later. Hugs, Smart. Aaron, the awesome Toronto correspondent. That's really cute, Aaron. And it's funny, I was just watching this TikTok, uh, or maybe it was a reel, but it was a I think I'd say like kindergarten or first grade teacher teaching kids how to wipe because not all parents teach their kids hygiene stuff and it's a mess for teachers then. And she had put two balloons and she had taped them to the back of the one of their chairs okay. to sit at the desk. Yeah. And the balloons are like a butt. They're right next to each other. Uh -huh. And she had toilet paper. He said, do you want to roll out about this much toilet paper? And she counted the squares. And then she said, and you want to wipe between your cheeks and you wipe up and you drop it. And so she had dropped it in the back and the kids, <laughs> they giggle and she's like, what are you doing? And they're like, between the cheeks and you wipe. She goes, you want to do that two, three times until it's clean. And you drop it, drop Wait, it. Wait, okay. I didn't know this. <laughs> but somebody had said, then of course the, the comments, cause I was like, oh, the comments have to be so cute. But some asshole was like, this is so inappropriate for them to be teaching at school. And then someone chimed in after and they're like, as a teacher, you have to understand not all kids are taught hygiene and proper, you know, ways to care for themselves. And I'm just glad everybody's a know-it-all in the comment section. You know, you gotta, right. you gotta signal that you know better than the teacher who's teaching. Or but how many times has our our friend Nichols said that his parents didn't teach him something that was like important, like to wash the bottom of his feet? Well, not all parents can teach you all things. It's not perfect. So there's some things that you know maybe, they don't think of or yeah. But stuff like that, I mean, why, but you know, no, you're, but, you're you supposed know, like to you sit said, when you're potty perhaps. training, but if parents, if maybe it's a single parent, maybe you have a neglectful parent, you want to make maybe sure the that kid kids is forgetful, know. you know, and yeah. it's all exciting. You have a sneaky poop. You sneaky know? poop. <laughs> it's a sneaky pee. It's a sneaky <laughs> poop. Just popped right out there. Oops. Yeah. Oh, a little turtle head. Yep. You got to wipe <laughs> until it's clean. Drop it in. All but right. it was kind of cute with her little hand back. She's like, and then you, is it clean? Drop it in. Don't touch it. Drop it. Just drop it. It's mm. funny that today we stumbled upon. Oh, by the way, Aaron, I uh, hope everything's good with your mom. Yes. Always good to hear from you. Um, I don't know anything about Blue October, but I hope that you. She's still, she's still enjoying it. I'm yeah, sure. I'm 100%. sure they have some new music for you to get into. So hopefully. 100%. They got a new album coming out for you. Anyways, always good to hear from you. Thanks for writing in. Yes. And. You said something that was funny that we stumbled across. Well, we stumbled across Jonathan Swift earlier today with Gulliver's yes. Travels. Yes. But it's funny because in my notes, I had written down something because. There was a book that I had read, and I, I even forget the majority of it, but it was called um, A Confederacy of Dunces. Mm, never or, read it. Yeah, it's I think it's from like the late 70s, early 80s. Okay. But I was curious, the name, more than the book itself, the name stuck out and, and has stuck with me. That's interesting. Yeah, I just think it's such a great use of words. Mm -hmm. A confederacy. Of dunces. Mm -hmm. And then I, I was curious because that I was like talking about idiocracy to in a different way. Right. I was talking to Barry about it and I was like, you know, a confederacy of dunces because we like to talk about the use of, of words. And he's got a great uh, vernacular. Yeah. His language is his handle he's, on the English languages. Like your dad is that way too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just amazing. Yes. <laughs> and so I looked it up 
Um, and it turns out that a confederacy of dunces is something that Jonathan Swift had written uh, in thoughts on various subjects, moral and diverting. Mm. It was a. Hey, we should pick it up and read a little bit. Yeah, but the so the the title of the book came from this: When a true genius appears in the world, you may know him by this sign that the dunces are all in confederacy against him. <laughs> That's very true for now now times. Right. Uh, I just, I don't know why. So the book, I mm -hmm. forget a lot of it. I remember some of it. It's been so long since I read it. But the title really yeah. always sticks in my mind. And I, I just went hunting the other day. Where did the title come from? The author. Uh, it's like he was O'Toole. describing cancel culture before it existed. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. When a true genius appears in the world, you may know him by this sign <laughs> that the dunces are all in confederacy against him down with him jonathan swift thoughts on various subjects moral and diverting mm, i like it we should pick it up and read it that's all we have for you this week folks i hope you enjoyed it yeah this is have a uh, wonderful weekend opinions that don't matter signing off hopefully you'll we sign back on next week yeah we will sign back on yeah. i hope you enjoyed our costumes last week and the man that wig i'm still itching from it i Sweet. know it, it gave me the itchies but it was all in the name of good fun it was all worth it and hopefully by now you've seen roxy's costume hope it arrives in time She's going to fight that thing. That's why we got what we got. If you had seen it, let us know what you thought. Yep. Okay. Okay. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Yep. And we'll see you next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't be afraid of sharing with other people. Let people know. Let the people know. Jump on give Apple. Give some reviews. Give it some reviews and do the doodly do stuff with it. Okay. We'll see you next time. Bye. Right, bye. Cool. Perfect. Okay.